Yeah, Make it a clean sweep. I got a Dallas eleven and six. Years. That's the only thing that matters. Kept the, you know, I know you know? say, oh well, he kept the tag applied. Have you won the tag applied and not straddled the whole boy? You know what I mean? He could have moved his leg. So oh, it yeah. was fine. It's just I'm just saying. I mean, just had a it, it, wasn't, it wasn't necessary. Nothing wrong. He didn't need to <laughs> get to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but, wrong. Bills in a last second field goal or a last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers. Good evening, folks. Holy smokes. We got a packed show today for you. I don't like where I'm at. I'm like in the corner. Nobody puts Bodkins in the corner. Um, you know, good evening, folks. Welcome to another great LTS show. I am your host, Bodkins. Uh, man, we got a jam-packed show. It's going to be heated. I'm, I'm ready. I'm pumped up. I'm excited. Um, first of all, uh, last night, kudos, man. I went and saw Metallica. Incredible show uh, for a bunch of 60-year-old old fucks. Still got it. Uh, put on a hell of a show. So, uh, man, maybe I'm a little pumped. I'm, I'm going on four hours of fucking sleep. Uh, but lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk with Jim and about uh, the Giants. Are they better off without uh, Danny Dimes? Uh, has Danny Dimes played his last, started his last game as a Giant? Possibly, right? Uh, we're going to talk about with Jonathan Grisham. Can't wait to talk about my Cubs making the big move, getting Craig Council today, uh, become the new manager of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, what many tout is the best manager in the game. So, you know, um, and well, you know, um, so we'll talk about that. Speaking of Craig Council, guy who probably kind of knows Craig Council and got some insider uh, is none other than our producer uh, Tanner Dawson. I don't know Tanner, Craig. What's up, at man? All. What's up? I don't know Craig at all, so don't worry. Yeah, you don't know Craig, but you got some insight to you know a little bit, right? Hey, today was a full surprise day, man. Unexpected, total shock all the way around. I was shocked too. So this is like even from my point, players' side, coaches' side, nobody expected it. I didn't expect it. Nobody. So this is nobody expected it. For I didn't expect it. This is my day, my work. I'm kind of scrolling through Twitter. I see the Mets hire their manager. It says Craig Council is going to take a different position. Some a, a team that's already got a manager. That's that's all I read. Right. Okay. What the fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's what I read on Twitter. So uh, kudos to our friend Italy Jet sends me this tweet. says It says, Craig Council Cubs manager. I said, I ain't seen that shit, man. I've been scrolling on Twitter. I ain't fucking naming. It's not even a whiff of David Ross ever being fired. And all the dirt sheets, right? We're all Cubs Twitter uh, that I follow. All of a sudden, 30 seconds after that, Bleacher Report sends, Cubs fire David Ross, hire Craig Council. I said, holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I was at I, work and uh, my guy caddy corner from me in the office we were just sitting there and he, he looks at his phone and goes holy shit craig cancels hired and then I, I looked at my phone and my brother's text me he goes look at this article i'm like what the hell just happened what, what what's just what's just going on here so, so yeah we weren't expected so from from what i gathered and we'll talk with uh jonathan in the second hour about it but from what i gathered is you had to ask from till November 1st that you had to ask permission to speak with Craig council. So that was the right. likes of the guardians, the Mets, I think the Astros all mm. 
And I asked you last Saturday, hey, our last show, Monday, I said, hey, you surprised to this Craig Council flirting with other teams. You said, ah, I think he'll be back in Milwaukee. Not, you know, it is, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, but he'll be back in Milwaukee. Yes. I just think he's kind of the feeling it. So, the Cubs, you know I mean? so it's, it is November 6th, so five days. So after November 1st, I, I don't know if you don't have to ask or how the rules are. No, how that contract works. technically ended November first. So oh, so it's contract he was ended a free November 1st. agent coach at that point. Okay, so he so it. he was his contract. Were they trying to rework a new deal for him in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he talked with the Milwaukee Brewers all the way to the end too. You know. Okay. Okay. I guess the Cubs out of nowhere kind of came into play, but yeah, it they were trying to work out a deal. Yeah. So well, the Cubs said they they picked up the phone November fifth, sixth. And said, hey, what's it going to take for you to just drive a few miles south uh, on whatever interstate that is between Milwaukee and Chicago? I feel like I've drove it a time or two. And it's all like it just feels like one city connects to the next city. It's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah um, if you ever drive, it just feels like you're in Chicago and then you drive. You keep driving and it just feels like you're in Chicago the whole time. And then you hit Milwaukee. That's how it is. So drive a few about two hours south and bada boom. Your Cubs and he's I he they said whatever it takes I, I that's what I felt like and they they gave him made him the highest paid manager in all of baseball mm-hmm. four million a year uh, or eight that's, million is it eight, eight million a year eight million yeah, eight, a year yeah. five years yeah. five five years for forty right in, forty in the yep, end yep. So, which is makes him the highest paid manager I think ever technically right it's got to be right yeah he's getting maybe Joe Torre got a little bit more money at the end there. Um, but, um, you can say the highest paid right now. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about with Jonathan more of the reason how we came to this conclusion of where Craig ended up, but we'll talk about it more with some of the moves the Brewers made. It's just a this is a glorious Monday, folks, for me. Um, I, I, Nick I, I is know, happy. We'll, we'll, we'll bring Scott in. Scott has his own opinions. We were going at it in our group chat. Um, and, and I, I'll, I'll go back I, I tuned into it. I, I, I said, I said, I think I told you something about Craig and that was just crazy. And then I went back to work, did my thing. I've turned in like 10 minutes later and there's just like a six pages worth. And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. Like I just stopped well, reading. Scott Cause I don't, the, I don't even grumpy, know. Scott being the grumpy old farty is trying to rain on my goddamn parade. First of all, he's just grumpy because the Patriots are a fucking shit show. The Red Sox are a shit show, and he and he's trying to rain on my parade. It's Victory Monday. I haven't had a fucking Victory Monday in four fucking weeks. The Packers, even though they look like dog shit, and they beat the dog shit Rams they last week, yesterday, they they fucking won. Okay, and then today the Cubs improve. Okay, that's all that matters. All right, yeah, we had a nice car in David Ross, but guess what? They said, you know what? You can upgrade to a fucking BMW. And you just got to pay a little more money. What do you want to do? And we said, and okay, Iowa we'll pay won. a little bit more money. And Iowa won. They beat Northwestern. Yeah, and Iowa so, won. And, and Iowa won. We scored 10 points. We don't do that See, either. There's positivity so, around here. Not the Bulls. Yeah. But the positivity yeah, well, I mean, of the Iowa here. Yeah, you know, I, I don't get into basketball until Christmas. You know that. So, you, <laughs> you know, might not I get mean, into it then. <laughs> I may not even then. I may not even then. So, you know. Uh, it's it's a glorious victory Monday for me. Yeah, Scott's over here. I mean, we'll bring Scott in right now. I, I mean, he's just over here raining in my goddamn parade. Um, listen, I'm, happy. Listen. I'm, I'm in a good mood. Scott's grumpy Cong- old ass having ass is just over here trying to shit on my parade. Congratulations to you. Craig Council is, is a thousand percent upgrade from what you had. Old David Ross. Um, 
I just think they should have fired Ross before they hired counsel. That's it. That's it. That was they my did, problem. Though. I they did. They had the time, Scott. Well, no. They started <laughs> negotiating with counsel, and then they said to David Ross, uh, we're negotiating with this guy. See you later. You're out the door. They should have shown him the door before they started. Scott, it's like trading in your car. You go, you go to the dealership. You say, hey, what can I what can I get? for this car and they say hey we can give you a bmw you know but you're not gonna you're, you're on the same day you gotta yeah. be prepared to trade in your yeah. old car that's yeah. what it is you, you, you can't tell me after blowing four or no it was five games in a row uh leading yourself out of the playoffs you can't tell me that the gm and the owner didn't sit in with david ross after that season and say hey we're gonna keep you on another season you can't tell me that because no, I no, know no, that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But they, how they went the team about that it. they lost to made the World Series, and I'm not saying that couldn't that was going to be the Cubs. But the team that we lost to that snuck in ahead of us was the Diamondbacks, and they made it to the World Series. And I'm not saying if we got in, we couldn't have made it. But hold on. if you get in the hold dance, on. anything's possible. Hold on. First of all, they upgraded. I agree 100 with that. No, no doubt about that. But what they should have said at the end of the season meeting is with Ross or a week ago, hey David, we're going in another direction. Maybe they did. Maybe they maybe I, they said, hey, that we come we out. if that comes out, then then that's fine. That, that's the only we thing. I'm not, I'm not nobody even saw you. this. Nobody saw this happening. Nobody this was the surprise. Nobody. There's very few Nothing, surprises dude. anymore in, in all this in anything, right? In life, exactly. especially with the internet exactly. and how fast exactly. do we get shit, right? Like there's always some sort of insider. I follow every fucking Cubs insider there is on Twitter, you know, Facebook, whatever the fuck it is. Not one person said, hey, Cubs are talking to fucking Craig Council. You know what? They Never all heard woke it. up to the same the same nope. tweet that I got. And they were all like, every one of them said, holy shit. Holy Look. shit. Look, what you we heard. got a lot more to talk about with Jonathan here on this subject. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. beat it to death here already. It's a big move. It's the biggest move we'll probably have all offseason, honestly. Uh, no, it's not. Let's no, it's not. Tina, Tina, one one question. O'Shea, you think Otani? No, I don't. I don't know about Otani. This is what I do think. I think they opened up the book for Craig Council, and they're going to say, "Hey, you got you got Dansby Swanson, you got Ian Happ, we got a couple, two or three good young pitchers, we got uh, um, our second baseman who just got the Gold Glove too. Uh, his name's slipping off my head, and then." We're gonna open up the fucking checkbook. We open this is a this is a Joe Madden. Maybe that was got, the case. Maybe that was the case of why Craig ended up being there. Because he's yeah, like it, it, here's your here's your check, baby. Go sign it. Yeah, go get it. Go so, get your guys. Yeah. This is just like Joe Madden at 16, right? 14. They found the core and they said, Hey Rick, we appreciate you bridging the gap. We we're gonna improve better with Joe Madden. Who we feel can take us to the next stop, and that that happened in 2015. And Madden took us to three straight NLCSs. Uh, might have been four, I think three for sure. Um, so you know what I mean, like that's and that's how I view this. They opened up the checkbook in 15. They went out and got guys like Jason Hayward. They went out and got you know um, John Lester. Like they went out and got. Then they ended up getting John Lackey later. Like they opened up the checkbook, and I firmly believe that's we're done yeah. rebuilding, baby. I I am. Hammer it home so right man, now. The country build is over. What man basically said before we bring on the rest of the guys is we're tired of losing. We're getting the best manager available. We're going to go all in on this this year. Which is so what I, they did, right? Which is what they did with Craig Council. So so kudos to them. They're aggressive. They're going out and getting guys. Let's see what they do in free agency and via trade. Let's see what they do. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what they do, and I, I, I feel yeah. good about it. For the first time in you should. five you should years, take, I feel great. Great counsels and talk you're shitting on it. You're shitting on it, Scott. All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on, Nick. We got, we're gonna hammer this home anyways. You're rocking your big Chiefs hat. Your big Chiefs hat. And you know it was a nice win in Germany yesterday, but you uh, you beat the fraudulent fence. Uh, I mean, uh, the guy who hosts Let's Talk Fraudulent Fence, none other than Mr. Johnny Cruz. <laughs> wow, what, what an intro! What's going on? What's going on, guys? <clears throat> Johnny, I know. It, <laughs> Well, go ahead, Tanner. I'll, I'll let, let Tanner have his moment. I don't know if you guys well, heard yeah, that, that in that Germany was... or not, but that was present and it was there. Yeah, it, it de- definitely sounded like uh, like there were a lot more Chiefs fans than Dolphin fans in, in that crowd yesterday, but. Um, no, I mean it, it is what it is. You know, what I'm saying, like I said on the on the show, the, the Dolphins are gonna have to wear uh, this this title of, of. I mean, fraud is a bit strong again. Again, it's, that's a that's a bit of of low hanging fruit, and everybody's just jumping on that, you know, because the sounds. But it's not whatever, just this but, season. It's yeah. it's been since McDaniel's been there. No, that's that's total bullshit. You know, what I'm saying it is not. I sent you the stats. Now, Okay, but we came back and I beat Baltimore in Baltimore in last year. We beat Buffalo. We, got, we had we injuries, Nick. We had so, injuries. We were no. hurt. Our defense no. wasn't good. Our we had the wrong coach in the defensive side. Look, it's it's like listening to the goddamn Oakland Raiders or the the damn Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. We, we got the wrong coaches. Injuries. Well, get the right one in and figure it out. We do have the right coach. It's, it's, it's easy to talk from your little pedestal up there when we got 15 finally. Before that, you never heard shit from Chiefs fans. Yeah, please, don't, hey, please, don't turn, please don't turn into Patriots fans. Guys, go ahead. Don't do that, bro. But, um, the, the, Dolphins, saying, the, the Dolphins, the, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they lost to, to a better team. It, it is what it is. You know what I'm Everybody wants to jump in and kick on them, you know what I'm saying, because they lost to, the, to the defending Super Bowl champs, the defending NFC champs, and the Buffalo Bills have been the AFC champs the last four years. Fart noises. All on the road. All on hey, the road. Fart noises for Buffalo knows. Bills. Johnny, the Dolphins haven't been a team with a red winning record since Scott was 35. God oh damn. My God. Oh my it's God. okay. You know what I'm saying? As long as we, we're still beating the teams that we're supposed to beat. And not only are we beating the teams that we're supposed to beat, we're stomping them out. You know what I'm saying? We're not getting caught up. Losing oh, to a Broncos you're like Alabama. You're Alabama. Losing to a Patriots. You're not a chance. You beat the school of blind. As long as they have enough wins to make it to the playoffs, I don't care who we beat. You know what If you look at the Rams from 99, not saying that we're going to win the Super Bowl like the Rams, they they beat one team that was over 500 that year. And they won the Super Bowl. It was. Okay, but I'm just saying, nobody looks back at their season and says, oh, well, they, they beat a bunch of scrubs. No. You know, last year when the Chiefs were 5-2, and two, they had none of those teams, none of those teams in the first five, with their five wins were over 500. Did anybody say that? No. Again, I'm not saying that the Dolphins are going to go on to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, you play who's on your schedule. Yes, they have to be a winning team. They're going to have more chances coming up. But, again, the whole fraud thing, that's a bit strong. You know, it's a good team. They haven't gotten up to that level yet, but there's still plenty of season to go. 
what's what's the panic meter at the at the cruise house right now for the Dolphins? Uh, I'm not panicked at all, bro. We're 63. We're first. What about okay? What division. about what about the rest of Dolphin Nation? I know they got a Nick Bodkins out there in the world oh, that's they, uh, panicking. You know, I mean, so. they're losing their shit, bro. They want McDaniel fired. <laughs> they want Tua cut. Like I mean, they they don't know how to act, bro. For real, it's it, it's honestly a little. You'll say I mean I know a lot of fan bases. I, I like that, but. Dolphin I know a guy's team like, uh, that we're going to bring on here after uh, Sam gets in here who could who would love to have some Tua on his team. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, yeah go ahead. We'll bring those, in Mr. Fur- there's Sam. always those, those uh, few in the fan base Sam. that are overreacting, and you're always going to have those yeah, but fans. So, it, it is what it is, man. Listen, I, I don't man. stress it. I, I have nothing <laughs> confrontational to say. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> What's going on? I, I'm just literally sitting here like with. I wish I had popcorn. I was like, boy, I didn't know I, I didn't know I was watching ESPN. A bunch of guys shouting all over each other. Listen, Tammy, that meant that men's team would like to have any quarterback in the NFL except the one they have this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, man. Let's go ahead and we'll bring in our guests because we got a lot to talk about. We got the Giants to talk about. Uh, we got LA Knight to talk about. Sam yeah. shedding tears in a bucket. Big tears, uh, you know, lots, massive, lots, of, lots to talk like about. Give it drops. up for Mr. Savant himself. And I think our hockey team, Tanner, I saw it. I saw on the bottom line. I think our hockey team, the Blackhawks, are getting sued by several players or something. So they, they are. Right, right, yeah, they are right on the wrong, wrong team. Jim's already hey. chiming in. Give it up for. Uh, yeah, I got Andrew. him. Hey. Jim! What's up? Everybody's yeah. saying, yeah. Jim what's up? What's going on? My Monday Jim. Night Maniacs, what's going on? What's up, it, where do we where do we start at? Let's start in giant territory. Um do we is, have to? Is Danny <laughs> <laughs> oh, please clip that. Please Nick, clip Nick that. He used to get his daily Daniel Jones talk out of the way, weekly Daniel Stoke out of the way. That's what we do every Monday with you. That's what Nick that's does true. every Monday. That's true. We, uh, no, all, kid, all, kidding aside, all kidding aside. Has Go he ahead. has he played his last started his last game as a giant? Because now the Giants are gonna be it's Danny DeVito time or Matt Barkley time. Hi <laughs> Rod Taylor's on the IR. So you're starting Danny DeVito or, or Matt Barkley on Sunday. Is Danny anyway, Dimes so I started passing as a giant? <laughs> At least start because I mean, now you're gonna have a top five pick. This is the best, Jim. This is the best scenario for the Giants because now. Yeah, but Jim out of the top five. Fired. Yeah, but out of the top five, who's really ready to come into the NFL? Well, we oh, don't Caleb know. Caleb Williams is probably on the sidelines, so I mean that seems like to fit the New York media. We'll love that, right? I mean, if he's probably is on he, the sidelines, but is he ready? But is he ready? But is he ready? No, because not. the offensive line is just gonna—it's gonna be the same problem you have this year. The offensive line is just not good enough. But, I mean, Jim, let's be honest. Doesn't your defense know how to stop somebody, though? Because USC's doesn't. Yeah. At least you can USC's, stop somebody. Oh, USC's defense is awful. Awful. Yeah, so 256 they, they points fired, they've given up. They fired awful. the defense coordinator. I didn't know they had one. They finally <laughs> fired the guy? It only took yeah. them, wait. Did they actually fire him? It only took them eight Ten weeks, weeks too late. It we, only we, took yeah. them eight weeks too late. To do that, because I would have well, fired the guy last year. He was there last year too. Yeah, yeah but I would have fired than Josh uh, McDaniels. Longer no, but I would have fired the guy after I gave up twenty-eight points to San Jose State Week One. That's when exactly. I would have fired the guy. <laughs> Jim, so I, I, I do think he's the best. 
I think this is the best case scenario for the Giants because now Dimes is hurt. So, okay, now we're not – when we draft a quarterback, it's because, hey, you were hurt last year. We don't know if you're going to be the same. We got a top pick, you know, a top two what or three pick. What are you talking about, Nick? You're still tied up in salary cap hill. That's what I'm Daniel saying. Jones. You because can't do nothing. Yeah, but you can draft that, that quarterback, though. Because they paid the wrong passing guy. Because they paid the wrong guy this summer. They That's did. what happened. They paid the did wrong guy. Hey, Jim, you need a quarterback, bud? I got one. Did, you want did one? I want Hill Cannon Hill. For Forget that guy, too. He's a bum, too. He's another bum. Hill for the Giants started when <laughs> another they bum, Another bum. Another bum. Signed that contract for $40 million. That's when yep. it started. He said to Saquon. Yeah. Should have signed Saquon. Should have signed, should have signed Saquon. Uh, shouldn't have tri- well, first of all, hey, let's go back to when this mistake happened. And they Tanner and Nick have heard about it for a year. The mistake happened when they drafted him six overall instead yes. of dropping yes. back to go get him. Yep. If you yep. really liked him, because nobody else was drafting Daniel Jones that high. No, let's no, be no. honest. Agreed. Nobody Agreed. was drafting him that high. Agreed. If you really wanted him that badly, you could have traded back. And got it. And maybe you could have got an offensive tackle or get some help on the O-line. He had one good year with this team. And it was a fluke year because all they did last year was run the football and figure out ways to win games. They still can't pass the ball. They are not using Jalen Hyatt to his ability. When they did, they would move the football down the field. Brian Dayball is taking a step back. Um... You know, this team is just not very good. And it's an embarrassment, to be honest. Like, let's be honest. The guy, Tommy DeVito, a.k.a. Danny DeVito, um, he looked good in preseason. <laughs> he could throw the football. Why are you not throwing the football against the Jets? You could have won the game. Like, easily could have won the game. Like, this team is just awful. Straight up garbage, top to bottom. Uh, it's, just, it's just the same crap every week with this team. Same yeah. crap. Barkley's trying his best. He's doing what he can, but he can't do it himself. The quarterback stinks. At times, they look great, but the Bills are a fraud. So, I mean, does that really count for anything? Uh, They looked good against Buffalo, but again, Tyrod's hurt. This guy's hurt. I mean, just go get the top pick. Go get somebody that you can trust and build around him. And don't let the guy start next year. Jim, is the Buffalo game more more an indictment of what the Bills are right now? Absolutely, 100%. A hundred percent. The Bills are not a good football team right now. I don't. I don't understand how you let the Giants do that to you. I mean, look, the Giants can show they can play offense and they can get things going, but man, like if I'm Buffalo, that's a game I'm looking back and saying, if we don't make the playoffs, that's a game we needed to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did win it, but the way they won it, it's It's like eh, it's not very good. Yeah, not at all. Do you think the fact that they made it to the playoffs last year kind of messed everything up? Because there was no yeah. rebuild. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So if they only won five or six games last year, maybe the expectations aren't so high this year. Yeah, because you win around, you beat a fraudulent Minnesota Vikings team whose defense is just as bad. Uh, Daniel Jones did it with his legs. Barkley did it with his legs. But what did Nick and Tanner notice? What's the mo? If you stop the run. Make the Giants throw you through the air. Can't do it. And that's what teams are doing to it. That's what they're doing this year. I mean, let's be honest. And look, the Raiders, they got a new coach, Antonio Pierce. 
they're going to come out with some mojo. I mean, this team every week is just not prepared to play football. Yeah. Hey, that was yeah. your guy, Antonio wow. Pierce, the Giants. The, you know what I mean? He, he's your, He's from your backyard. Yeah, he is. I mean, look, it's one game. I'm not going to overreact to one game. But the Raiders, you knew they were going to come out with new energy. It, new energy, you know, you know, look, McDaniels is awful as a coach. He's a good coordinator, but he's awful as a coach. Um, but you knew they were going to come out with energy. But it says something on a coaching staff for not having his team prepared every week. Like, the Giants just come out flat all the time. All the time. Is there, is there anything you could take out of this Giants team and say that's something we can build on for the future? Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, Jalen Hyde. Yeah, they're like threat, but they don't use them. No, I agree. I agree. They don't use them at all. They don't. With Darren Waller, yeah, yeah. With Darren Waller, yeah. It's not like the. It's not. It's not like they're watching my Packers play. You watch, and even though we won yesterday, you're like, "What the fuck did we do good in this game?" Like we didn't do. There's not. There's not one thing you're like. And Scott, I'm sure it's that way with the Patriots too, where you're like, "We don't do. What do we do well?" You can't t- like we didn't punt the ball well. We don't throw the ball well. We don't run the ball well. We don't block. We we can't. Do we don't shit do nothing well. well. We, we don't do anything well. We were wait. Really Ripkin we, some shit yesterday. It's the only reason we, we could, won. We couldn't pass the ball. We couldn't run the ball. We were diddly do. Just bring up Jim Mora. That's it. Diddly That's poo, how baby. I saw the diddly poo. We couldn't yeah. pass the ball. Playoffs? You kidding me? Like playoffs. Like, playoffs. Like, Giants. Playoffs. Stick a fork on them. They're done. Top five pick. If you get a quarterback, just make sure you Congrats build an offensive K, line. You know, it's going to be Bears one, Bears two, Giants three, Patriots four, and the way the Jets look tonight, they could they could be five. <laughs> I mean, look, terrible. if you could get some, look, if you could get somebody like Drake May, I think you can build around him. You get a good offensive line. The problem is Daniel, like Tanner said, you've tied up forty million dollars a season with this guy. Like what yeah. were you doing? How much is guaranteed though, or against the cap? You know they, they should be able to get out of it next I year. I think after next saying? year, it was it was it was basically a two year deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, but he, he's done. To but he's not even going to be ready for next year. I agree. They no. shouldn't exactly. Him, but I think it's the just, best. I think did. it's the best thing that can happen to the Giants. If I'm a Giants I, I, fan, I'm celebrating today. I, I agree with Nick. You you draft your quarterback and you know, say you sit him. You know, and let you know get through the yes. contract, and then you just cut ties with him after next season. So, so, yeah. so they should have cut yeah, ties but, with him after this the, this past season when he was his value was high. I agree. So, so your potential out is 2025. You'll have two years left on the deal, 82 million, but you still got 22 million in dead cap off of that. Uh, 69 million next year in dead cap. If and you, you can't trade it. it. No one, no yeah, one wants it. it, and nobody uh, wants it. it. I know so how you feel. Million cap hit next year as well. Forty-one fifty-eight for your next three years. It's awful. still, it's still a horrendous deal. Wow, it's awful deal. What an awful deal. Just an <laughs> awful deal. Like I told you guys when this happened, paid the wrong effing guy. You paid the wrong guy. I don't care about, about running backs, like all this stuff. These guys need to get paid. But there's a segment that one of the hockey writers and I would like to when we talk about guys that are on contract years. And I don't think you guys care about language on here. But we have a segment called Pay the Fucking Man Now. 
like Barkley should have been paid. Jimmy like, like, demand his money. Yeah. Oh, my virgin ears. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they they could have played him and tag and tag Daniel Jones. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Would they have been in a better position if Tyrod was starting from game one? Yes. Now? Like he Tyrod. looked good with that offense. That offense actually looked pretty decent. Because he passed yeah. the ball. They remember because he can yeah. throw yeah. it a little bit. Hey, Darren Waller was on the. You know, now he's hurt, but I mean, at least when he, you know he seemed he to find uh, Waller. But the issue with Daniel Jones is, and Orlovsky talks about, all these big guys talk about it. You could see it. He just goes to one guy. He doesn't read the field. He doesn't read progressions. He has a problem with that. Look, mm. all the quarterbacks kind of have a problem with that, but the elite ones know where their option is right away. Like, go back to last night, the Sunday night game, right? Ferguson, wide open on a first and 10 for the Cowboys. Why is Dak throwing a double coverage? You know Mahomes is going right to Kelsey on that same route. Just It's out of his hand and right there, and that's a first down. Maybe Dallas wins the game. Those are the kind of throws that kind of, you know, Daniel Jones just looking at the same guy all the time. When you got Hyatt open, you got all these guys open. We're going the same guy all the time. It's a problem. That's insane. Mm. Jim, uh, let's get into the hockey world. Uh, it seems like me and Tanner picked the wrong team in the Blackhawks because it seems like they're getting sued. I, I, what Can you tell us about that? What the hell's going on? Uh, so this dates back to 2010 when they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, Kyle Beach uh, lawsuit when uh, Brad Aldridge, uh, the, the whole investigation yeah. about alleged sexual assault with a couple of black aces there. And now another member has come out and said that. And look, his name is John Doe. We don't know his name. But, you know, again, just more cover-up of what actually happened. Now, uh, from my understanding, a lot of the guys, like, on that team and, and going back are really, like, effed up from this situation. Like, Bufflin, like, a lot of guys just, you know, are just it's, – it's up here with them what happened. Um, you know, we don't – we've never heard from Kane. We haven't heard from Taze. We haven't heard from Sharp. Again, it's an institutional failure. We hear the NCAA talk about this all the time and all this stuff about, you know, alleged allegations about certain things. It was an institutional failure. This, With this kid coming out and this player coming out, Joe Quinville and Stan Bowman will never work in the National Hockey League ever again. Their, their, their chances were 5%. It is down zero. Like, this is 0% they're ever coming back. You cannot have this kind of stuff going on. Um, it's unfortunate. We're going to see what happens. I don't think they can hand out any more punishment. I mean, the league already ruled on everything, you know, before. So, I mean, the fact that we have more people coming out, it, it's a, just a bad look overall for this team. And I know people are clamoring about, oh, well, you know, Connor Bedard and he shouldn't be there and this and that. Look, take Bedard out of it. He wasn't there. This is trying to be a new regime. But, again, we got to know we, we really haven't heard from the guys that were there, the big superstars. Yeah. Um, again, we, we mean never will, but this is, this is crazy. I mean, look, you should like, we have all these asterisks in sports, like just put an asterisk over this Chicago Blackhawks team in 2010. What happened? Like, just give, like I said, give USC their, their, their national championship back, the Heisman <laughs> back. Everybody knows they were the best team. That was the best player. Just put an asterisk next to it. Like we all know what happened. So again, it's, it's a sad situation in, in Chicago. So, so we, what is up with this season too? Like already a bunch of drama to begin the season, be right before the start of the season, Ottawa getting hit with a, now a, uh, from the NHL, you know, giving up a draft pick of 
I guess a first round draft pick of their choice, right? In the next three years, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. a lot of right. Yeah, again, another institutional failure. Look, uh, Michael Anlauer uh, met with Pierre Dorian, the former GM uh, of the Ottawa Senators, last week Tuesday before everything came down. They had a dinner, basically went over everything, and you know Pierre stepped down that night, and you know they mutually mm-hmm. parted ways. I mean that, that is general manager, and again, this goes on in the National Hockey League too because when contracts are registered with Central Registry. Like, that stuff should be known in the contract. So when if Kenny Dadanoff got traded from Ottawa to Vegas in the summer of 2021, his contract came with a no-trade clause. Yeah. Uh, so And he had a limited no-trade clause. Vegas wasn't on that list, so fine. But when Vegas tried to clear cap space to get relief with the Ryan Kessler to Anaheim being for Dadanoff, the agent came out and says, whoa, 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 that's not kosher. We're on here. So backtrack. Look at everything. You have two mad clubs because they couldn't get a trade done. And basically, they wanted to hammer brought that. Now, we'll see if we'll see if the NHL holds them to this. The Devils got slapped with one where cir- cap circumvention with their Ilya Kovalchuk thing. They took the pick away. They gave it up, and then they gave it back, but they made him draft last. Uh, Arizona got hit it, hit with it with some offseason training stuff, scouting stuff that was illegal, but they lost a first-round draft pick. It's pretty significant, um, and then you had, the, like I said, the GM stepping down. Now the team's losing; they're not they're not good right now. The, the expectations were there, so there's a lot of drama going on there in Ottawa, in the Canadian capital. Uh, it's it's crazy to think that the Sens started off so well. You have all this drama, and not to mention the Shane Pinto right. suspension. He's still not signed. He wasn't yeah. signed, so it goes back. It's like a snowball. Yeah, Tarasenko's playing well. Yeah, you traded to Brinkett. You got Kubalik. Yeah, you got a goal here and there. But you should have been able to have Detroit retain some salary. So you could have signed Pinto. The Hamannick signing is not great. So everything was just like, okay, Pierre Dorian's out of here. Now, it saved DJ Smith, the head coach's job for now. I think he's still in the hot seat. And I think I would not be shocked if they make a coaching change. So so with this whole debacle, though, like, doesn't it come – Should in a way, I feel like it should come back to Vegas – and their situation of not maybe knowing the full deal, or was it just not disclosed? It was just never registered with the national. It, never it was? was not dis- disclosed, and it was never registered with the National Hockey League. Amazing. And the owner and and the new owner, wow. Michael Anlauer, basically shot from his hip and said, "Hey, wait a minute! Like this dad and off situation, I wasn't here at the time. The Pinto thing." The real kicker is that the league didn't tell him about this when he was buying the team about Pinto. They were already looking into Pinto before he bought the team, and there was a chance that if they disclosed this information, that they that that they wouldn't get the money that they were looking for. So he was really like annoyed at the league for a lot of this stuff that went on. Ah. Let's go on the ice, Jim. I usually ask my Bruins yes. question, but I'm not going to. I'm going to ask a question Thank about San, San Jose Shock. <laughs> Yep. How they, how bad. bad? How historically bad are they right now? I mean, they potentially could be Colorado Avalanche, San Jose Sharks of the early '90s when they first came in. Bad. Um, that's this is all. This is really bad. When you give up 20 goals in two games, this yeah. is awful. Like really bad. Like Mike Greer called out his team today. Called out David Quinn. Unacceptable. They had a heart to heart, basically gave it to his team. Just you just feel bad for the players there because you knew the team was going to be bad. You knew it was going to be a rebuild, but 
you didn't think it was going to be this bad. Jo Joey Thornton retired on, on X, didn't he? Wasn't that where he broke? He his did. Retirement? And that that he did. I knew him in Boston. I mean, he was he was great for Boston. I I was ticked they let him go, but um, you know that it's really bad. I mean, I've been looking at the scores and box scores. It's it's historically bad for any franchise in any sport right now. So I know it's 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 really bad in San Jose. Jim, what yes. are these uh, the two brothers, the, the Jack Hughes and Quinn Hughes? What's making them so special? Because I've been reading that they right now they're the kind of the early favorites Wait, to win. Is, some isn't Hughes game. hurt? Hughes got hurt, right? Jack Hughes just got hurt the other night. He has a shoulder injury. Yeah. I I've been talking with some people. It could be AC joint, probably out a, a month at least, maybe a little less. It all depends on how he heals. Um, and. Look, his brother Quinn Hughes should win the Norris Trophy. Jack Hughes was going to be is, could still be potentially up for the Hart Trophy, um, and his obviously his brother Luke Hughes still on the Devils could be up for Calder Trophy. Um, so, I mean, this team is. I mean, these kids are loaded. That the family is so good, and look, these players are just what they're doing. Vancouver's off to a great start. Quinn Hughes looks like the guy he was not last year, but a couple of seasons ago. This Canucks team's playing really well. New Jersey, everything goes through Jack Hughes and that offense. He's playing. I mean, at 20 points, still leads the team league right now with 20 points. He's unbelievable what he's doing. Uh, great draft pick when they drafted him number one overall. It's a shame he gets hurt. Um, he's had some shoulder issues going back to his world junior days. So hopefully nothing too serious. They did avoid major. They thought he broke it. They thought he separated it. He didn't. So luckily... Their worst case scenario avoided. However, that it's definitely a blow to the Devils because Nico Heischer's not there as well. But Luke Hughes, quarterback in that power play. But Quinn Hughes definitely could win a Norris Trophy this year, especially the way Vancouver's playing. Is is Vancouver the biggest surprise to you in the NHL right now? And how well it? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him biggest surprise. I think the fact of the matter is, for me, I think I think you got to go with Anaheim because I didn't think Anaheim mm -hmm. would be this good this year. I think they're showing hope. I think it'll come back to earth a little bit, but I think Anaheim has made that Pacific division even harder now because, look, Mason McTavish continues to score clutch goals. Troy Terry's playing well. John Gibson is awesome. Um, the, you know, their young defensemen are stepping up at the right time, and they just seem to be those cardiac kids. Now, how long can that last? Well, it's, so, it's you know one of those things where, look, you can win all these close games early. It's all great, but can it last for the rest of the year? And if it does, does it carry over to the next season? Resiliency only gets you so far and coming back in games only gets you so far. But I like the ducks is my, one of my surprise teams this year. Uh, I know, look, yeah. I was speaking with some people, Vancouver, you could put in there, Boston, definitely because a lot of people really weren't sure what their start was going to be. Either we're going to come out like gangbusters, like they have, or they or were going to suck. Yeah. And they're coming out <laughs> like they're a motivated team. No, I'm serious. Like that's what that was the word coming out of training camp. Like we don't know what this Boston team's gonna be, but we yep. it's either gonna go one of two ways. It's gonna be they're gonna come out like a motivated team, and we're gonna see how long it lasts, or they're gonna suck. And no. look, there's one so of the no, best no middle in the ground right now. No middle ground. No middle ground. No, there was no, no middle ground. No, it was a team's right in Boston. It was you're gonna be where you were last year, or you're gonna feel the effects of last year's playoff loss and suck. So, and it was, it was so Jim, what I hear you saying is these Hughes brothers, they're like the, the Watts family of the uh, NHL. Mm-hmm. 
They are They're pretty <laughs> They are, fun they to are watch. solid. They are solid. They're a great they're a great bunch of kids. Uh they just love playing hockey. They love being around each other. And, you know, it was fun. You know, it's just a shame like all these superstars going down right now in this game because there's so many good players. Look, you know, the Boston's playing well, Vancouver's playing well. You know, you look at the standings, Anaheim's up there, like Montreal's got off to a decent start. Like that was a surprise for me. I didn't think they'd be getting off to that good of a start. I mean, they're gonna come they're coming back to earth, but like Anaheim's a real surprise for me because like you look at it, right? You look up and down, you're like, okay, well, they got some pieces, but can they feel like they're gonna be more of a seller? Well, they're not a seller right now. And they're getting the goaltending. Lucas the stall is playing well, you know, and Zegris isn't even really playing that well right now. Like, he hasn't really done much. Drysdale, look, Zellweger's on his way. They're doing what they're doing with Leo Carlson. He's a part-timer. They're getting contributions from Adam and Henrique. And I even came on the show and, and other places. I was like, well, you add Radko Gudis and Alex Kalorn. Those are more moves for when you're ready to make the next move. But they know what they're doing over there. And look, Mason McTavish continues to play great. Frank Fertrano's over there. Uh, Ilya Libuskin and uh, Pavel... Mitchkoff is playing great on defense, especially on on power play. So, I mean, this team is really good. I mean, they're showing hope for the future. I doubt it lasts. So, so Jim, let me ask you something. In the NBA, it's Christmas time that the benchmark. Where is the benchmark for you to determine what a team is? Is it 25 games? Is it 20 games? I I, I think it's 20 games for me. I think it's 20. I think it's 20 games for me. It's 20 games, and obviously the benchmark in the National Hockey League is U.S. Thanksgiving. If the playoffs are – Usually, if you're in the playoffs by U.S. Thanksgiving, you're going to make the playoffs. 80%. Look, yeah. the Blues yeah. are a rare, rare exception. Like, it, that's the anomaly. The pattern is if you're in the playoffs by U.S. Thanksgiving, you're making the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, that's this, this, this the, like the two weeks here. from now, Jim. Right. It's two weeks from now. Yeah, you're about – you're so about season's over two weeks. In two weeks from now. I mean, so the look, season's over look if, you, if you look at this, if you look at the standings right now, I'll go to the Western Conference, right? If I go to the Western Conference, right, and where Vegas is in their division. Uh oh. Oh, no, it turned. He's uh, gone sideways. He's gone sideways. Oh. He's getting ready to tell. The plane's crashing. He's getting ready to tell uh, Nick off, and then it's crashed. But by his luck, we don't have to talk hockey after Thanksgiving. We still got to talk hockey because there's seedings. There's the seven seed ups, you know, potential yeah. deal. Like, there's still news. That, it's that, just that, like the NFL season. The season goes you know, till playoff. damn July. You so know the playoff scenario for the NFL by so this, this weekend. What, so, yeah, this you know, is what so I would say, too. The, the U.S. Thanksgiving is around, as Jim said, the 20 to 25 game mark for a lot of the teams. It's in two weeks, yeah. That's when you can really start to tell who's good, who's not, because these teams aren't going to be really good and then all of a sudden fall off. Like Vegas. They're, they're really, really good right now. I get right what now. you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Jim said. So that, like that all ties into to what he was saying. I would kind of argument to you, Scott, is you said the benchmark is Christmas. Opening day for the NBA, the first 20 games don't fucking matter. You start paying attention at Christmas. It, about. Yeah, you, you, you look in on it. I mean, but you I check in on Spurs. it. Like, like Tanner is 
Tanner is pole Kansas basketball right now because they started tonight. But usually you stop really watching these sports, NBA, so to speak, at Christmas time. That's the unofficial start of the season. Yeah. When right. everybody wants them to start is is Christmas time, and forget about these first yeah. two months. We talked about that on Sunday on Sunday yeah. show. The three of us yeah. talked about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim. Uh, let's so, let's go. So, to, so, uh, I some going, so I was going. So I was going back to what I was saying right about the Oilers. Right. So Give you look the at this. So if you go back to it, you look at the Pacific Division right now, right? And you say to yourself, okay, Vegas is at twenty three points. Well, the Edmonton Oilers are at five points right now. They're struggling and they're a disappointment. Well. You're down right now. You're down 17 points to begin the year. Could be mm-hmm. more. And you're chasing Vancouver, too. Like, you're down 12 points to them. Like, that's not good. If they can't turn it around, right. it's right. like what it's it's 11, 12 games in. Uh, it's getting late early in Edmonton. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, when is it not early anymore? And you go over, like, even in, in the Central Division, like Dallas 15, Colorado 14, Winnipeg's there. Like, that's a little bit more stacked. And you could say Arizona's a surprise. But you go over to the yeah. Atlantic, right? Okay, Boston's at 19. Well, you know, Buffalo, Florida, down in the division, the Leafs won. They stole a point. They stole the games. You look at the top of the Metro. I mean, yeah, things are a little jammed up, but – it is. It does. If everything holds the way it's supposed to hold, yeah, that's the right call. Is American U.S. Thanksgiving because it is the fifteen twenty game mark, and teams do usually miss the playoffs if they're out of it. I mean, there are points you can't give away, and this Oilers team is just a complete disappointment. The goaltending, the coaching. I mean, it's a big game against the Vancouver Canucks tonight. If they don't win, Jake Woodcroft's seat is already hot. He could be out of there. But it's just not on Woodcroft. It's the whole team. They're just not playing well. They don't have good goaltending. They continue to try to solve it. But what I don't understand is they're playing a man-to-man system last year. They go to a zone plus one, and now they're just getting exposed everywhere. Like, go back to -to man-to-man, let it work. But you cannot win Mm -hmm. with two guys in the National Hockey League. Scott knows this. Yeah, Yeah, McDavid and Dreisaitl might be the two best players in the world. But if you don't surround them with the best talent, you don't surround them with good line mates. It doesn't they're not matter. Gonna t- it doesn't matter. The teams know what to do. Take McDavid and Dryside. I'll make the other guys beat you. Yeah, because because if you look at Edmonton specifically, since Jim brought it up, they have to go a month, month and a half with maybe one loss, right, to get back in the playoff race, and that's that's extremely hard to ask any team in so, any sport. Yeah, so, I mean you're allowed three, four game losing streaks in in the National Hockey League. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And then once you go past that, that's it. That's it. That's You're it. done. You're, You're out done. Of yeah, agreed. Yep. I'm with it. Jim, uh, on Saturday, uh, Roman Reigns retained at Crown Jewel uh, and left Sam in a bucket of tears. Uh, whole it bucket. was very pissed. Uh, I felt the same. But you wrote a great article, whole Jim, uh, for Press Wrestling talking about how uh, maybe we shouldn't, you know, I. I think this Roman Reigns era, I'm kind of with you. It's kind of getting stale to me. Boring. Um, it, yes. And you, you were saying, hey, this, these numbers, it's inflated. Uh, much like the economy, it's probably more inflated than the economy, which is tough to do these days. <laughs> it, oh, it definitely it is. I mean, you look at it, like the comparison, right? Like Hogan made like 400 title defenses in his like three-year reign as champion from when he beat the Iron Sheik till he lost yeah. it with that whole thing with the with, – um, you know, Andre, million-dollar man before they had that Sounds tournament. Delicious. 
But you think about it, right? Orange Cassidy had 31 straight successful <laughs> final defenses when he won the AEW All-Atlantic International Championship, right? This guy's defended the title 29 times on pay-per-view in three and a half years. Like, what? the title's supposed to mean something. Like, why are we putting a, a championship on a part-time guy? Pull the effing trigger on Cody at WrestleMania. Should have done it. Could have done it with Sammy. It didn't matter. Like, it's just getting old, and people just don't want to see it anymore. It's just getting tired, and the numbers just well, it's the same. It's the same playbook, right? Like, hey, let's get this new contender. We'll build him up. Uh, he'll look good somewhat against Roman. Here comes Jay. Here comes Jimmy. Here comes Solo. It's the same playbook that we've they've been running for the last two years. It's the same matches, the same moves, the same stuff. It's the same boring match every time at Roman Reigns. Like, and there wasn't even a roller coaster of an emotion. Like with Cody and Sammy, it's like, oh, okay, they have a chance to win this thing. Jay, you didn't think was gonna win. La Knight, you knew wasn't winning. Be, but I knew the match finished before. I said it last week when I was talking with my buddy. I was like, interference, LA Knight's going to look good. Interference, one, mm -hmm. two, three. Okay, Roman retains. Okay, big deal. Yeah. Same crap. It's the same mm -hmm. crap all the time. And now the dude's not even going to wrestle to Royal Rumble. Like, really? So you're going to tell me. Point? He's like, yeah, well, they're like, oh, we're going to break Hogan's record. The dude didn't even wrestle. Like, come on. Like, the guy's not on TV. He's not going to be at Survivor Series. He's not defending the most prestigious championship of your company. You just want to beat Hulk Hogan? Why? No one cares. It's artificial. It's just come with an asterisk. I know you shouldn't be getting up this upset about fake numbers because that's what they are. It's fake. But, but you care. But you, but you care, care enough. But you care enough yeah. because yeah. you knew guys like Bret Hart and Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H and Kurt Angle and guys like that defended the championship like all the time they weren't oh well you know i mean michaels is different because he had drug problems but whatever it, he still defended the championship but guys were running house shows defending the title all the time i know it's a different era but this dude is not even around it's like brock lesnar 2.0 like i don't oh, need this gosh. I'm i don't want to talk about it seems brock. like this is what it <laughs> seems like it is what it seems like. Triple H wants to keep titles on everybody for ye months to years. Rhea Ripley's been the, the woman's title holder for, for months. I think she should have lost there as well. Years. Uh, I mean, do, do they pull Roman Reigns' title at Royal Rumble? Do, do they do it before WrestleMania, do you think? I would do it, but they're not going to do it. Cody has to finish the story, right? right yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm be... saying. Cody faces Roman at Royal Rumble in, in the main event. And he wins the title at Royal Rumble. No, because they're going to do it at more. WrestleMania, Philly. Yeah. That's where they're going to do it. How long's the story? <laughs> it's been going on for five Goddamn long. Yeah. long the story is. Uh, I'm reading War and Peace. It's, it's the same story over and over again. He Look, gets into Gunther, At least Gunther's Intercontinental title reign has meaning to it because he's the fancy right. championship. All yeah. this stuff. Like... Like Bianca's title, like they want to have these long title reigns, like everybody. Oh, this historic title reign, this and that. You know what was an historic title reign? Orange Cassidy's AW International Championship. Right. You know what else is an historic title reign? Will Ospreay, because this guy defends the championship. The title means something when you defend it, not when you don't defend it. It's not a prop. Or when you're it's not a around. When you're not around. Or you're not around. Yeah. Like it's the same crap. To be honest, Crown Jewel was not that good. Like Logan Paul, okay, he, 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 I mean, he had a great wrestling match. 
But to be honest, it's like it's getting to that point where it's getting it's hitting that plateau again. Like all yeah. the momentum that they had, they lost it. They yep. lost it because they didn't pull the trigger on Cody. They should have just done it. The guy's still over. Could have had great matches for the championship. But no, we got to run this story to WrestleMania 40. And we're losing momentum because a lot of people I talk to is just like, it's getting stale again, man. And Shout yeah. out to uh, Logan Paul, though, for uh, saving Rey Mysterio there. Yo, that, bro, that was, uh, Yo, that was bro, legit. No, I hate him, but he saved him. Dude, guy, eight matches in. Guys, eight matches in, don't do that. This yeah, dude no. knew, was able to like see what was going on and register it. Look, this Rep. guy's a pure athlete. I knew he was going to win the title, too. I was like, yeah, he's winning the U.S. titles. All right, cool. But, again... I mean, how how early did we hear it? Because, you know, we knew Logan Paul was going to beat Rey Mysterio, and then we all immediately said L.A. Knight's going to beat uh, Logan Paul to get the USA. I think that's, I mean, I think that's when I – but the, the funny thing is, if you go back watch the Rey match, like, look what Santos did. Yeah, he stopped that crony from getting the brass knucks, but he just left the brass knucks right there. Yeah, and right not, there. And they're, and they're not yeah. going to, like – it, if you watch it, you know the, the tease is coming for the heel turn. So you could play that one off of it, like, yo, why didn't you just take them? But, like, you know, you know LA Knight's going to win that, and that's what that's what's going to happen, which will be fine. But, again, this is usually a step. What I would have done, see, this is what I would do with Roman as champion, is one of these guys that you know are up and coming, like what they did with Jericho and Triple H, do a fast count, and you can just take the title off later, but just see how they the crowd reacts when he comes back later. Like, they haven't gone back to that playbook in a while. And they did that with Jericho when he first came. Remember when he won the title on a fast count because Earl Hebner was getting tired of Triple H's crap in the ring? I think that's something I would do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like that. I like it. I mean, Jim, uh, we'll get your, uh, one, we'll one get your Thursday two. night pick. Oh, real, 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 real quick. Wait. What? Go ahead, Jim. Just say your thing. <laughs> I was going to say, look, if you guys watch college football this past week, it was an awesome weekend. Dude, Thank o- you. It was. Oklahoma goes down again. I had the upset against Oklahoma State. All the the, the swing games I won uh, in my in my pick'em league that I was in. You, uh, Washington, what a win at USC. Awesome. USC's defense, we said before, is complete shit. Uh, they are so bad. Uh, that's why they're not in a Pac-12 t- title game and they're never going to win a national championship. Uh, you know, look, Kansas playing well. Let's Kansas, go! Kansas State with a nice, you know, even though they lost an they overtime. They had a good, good Dude, game, again, too. What, again, I will say this over and over. What are you doing? Fourth down, what is that play in overtime? Like, take the field goal and go to double overtime. Go to overtime. Just go hey, to double overtime. Like, <clears throat> what are you doing? So, so I've heard a lot more talk over the last couple days, a couple weeks that these coaches refuse to kick field goals now. They won't take points where they need them or where they where they present themselves. It's getting to be a, a – hey, the computer says go for, four, go for first down. Go, go with the computer, man. Go with your – yeah. Go with yeah. – Go yeah. what's been working for years and centuries. Kick yeah. the field goal and take the points. Because guess what? They had a – Kansas State had a botched field goal. Extra point. If they got that, that field goal that tied the game would have won the game. Yeah, agreed. Jim, are we headed to uh, a uh, Georgia Bama SEC championship game as uh, Bama just took oh, LSU I think to the so. and, I, I think uh, so. Tigers, the uh, absolute beatdown of a lifetime. 
Jalen Milrow looks really good. Right. Saban's that. team's stepping up. The defense is playing well. Georgia looks like the Georgia team that we expect. Again, there's still a lot of season left. I mean, it's only a couple weeks, but there's still a lot of good season left. So we're going to see what happens. A lot of tough matchups. But still, I mean, look, got a big games this week. Um, you know, obviously the AP, new AP's out. But the, the, the college football rankings will come out tomorrow. You know, I expect Ohio State still to be number one. But I think Georgia is going to get more votes to be number one this week just because of the way they've been looking. Nice yeah, big yeah. win. Uh, so we're going to see what happens. But, I mean, there's a lot of big games on the schedule this week. I'm looking for, obviously, Michigan. We know what's going on with the cheating scandal. But everybody – everybody, Jim, real quick, what is going on? Because it seems like they – it's like they don't – the Big Ten cares, but they don't care – the problem um, is the big – here's like, the thing. We want to pretend that we care to make the, every other university happy, but we don't really care. It, what I don't – I can't get a fucking read on this thing. I don't even know what the hell's going on. So so this is what's going on. Michigan's accused of cheating, having a guy there pay tickets, similar to what the Patriots did with the video camera and all that crap. But they're stealing the signs. Yeah. They fired that but guy. Every, but every coach is does it. Stallions. All of, them, all of them cheat. They all do it. But the problem is the Big Ten wants to levy sanctions, but they're waiting for the NCAA to do to finish their investigation. Which is going to be after the season is over. Which is going to – exactly. Which is going to no, be after the season. It's going to take them three years from now to make the no, discipline. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, Sam's right. It's not it's true, gonna be Carlos. after the season, and then, and then uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to go to the NFL. Yeah. He'll sneak off the stuff after Michigan wins the national title. Oh, man. He's not winning the national title. He's going to pull a Pete Carroll no, run. Look, That's they, got a, they got a tough game this Saturday at Penn State. Michigan no, has no. not played anybody. Michigan's the a good name. team, but they the got big... a tough game. I'm not saying Penn State's going to win. Michigan's going to win the game, but it's going to be a tougher game than a lot of people think it's yeah. going to be. People yeah. are begging yeah. the Big Ten to do something. The Big Ten is looking at that Ohio State versus Michigan TV money and thinking, nah, nope. we'll be all right. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll we're wait. not doing it. We're not doing yeah, we'll, it. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping yeah. my eyes up in Washington this week. I mean, you got a 3.30 start coming off a, that would be nice. emotional win. Look, look, we saw what Washington was after their emotional win with Oregon. Didn't play great against Arizona State. Didn't play great against Stanford. Utah sitting right there. No, Carlos. Man, like that's going to be a tough one for them. But I think they might be able to run the table there. Miss, um, Ole Miss and Georgia, that's a big game. Georgia should Whatever win. They're say, at home. They're, they should win at home. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the schedule doesn't look too. USC and Oregon, USC is going to lose. If Washington put up 50 on them, I don't know what Bo Nix and Oregon's going to do. They're going to put 60. I at mean, least. Damn. Jim, that might be the first right half. As we sit here right now, Alan, we're not talking Sunday Night Football, so so don't worry about it. Um, who's your four? <laughs> That'd be nice who's to my, wait, who's my four? <laughs> who's your four right? Who do you think is the four? The four right the now? Four. The four. Ooh. That At the end of the year or right now? Just right now. Right now. Right now. Right, right, right now. now. Right one, one, one Ohio State, two Georgia. I'm not putting the national champions ahead because of resume. I think Ohio State has the two wins over um, Penn, State. Penn State and Notre Dame. I think that Notre puts Dame. them up. But Georgia's really close. Uh, putting Washington at three and Florida State at four, and I have Michigan out because Michigan's played nobody. I like uh -huh. that. 
I'm in for that. I'm in for that. Because look at the wins Washington has. They just beat USC. I know their defense isn't as good, but you just went to SC and won. You beat Oregon. Uh, You got a nice win. Pac-12's up. (laughs) Michigan hasn't really played anybody. Uh, uh, Did Washington play Oregon State yet? No, they got to go to Corvallis. Yeah. They play play Utah, go to Corvallis, and have the Apple Cup. Here it is. Here it is. It's on their plate. Yeah. Yeah, it is. If they if they win out yeah. and they win the Pac-12 title game, they're, they're in. definitely in. They're in. They're in. They are, no Washington's in if they win out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I 100%. Agree. Here's the issue. Here's the issue, though. So, if Georgia is undefeated and they meet Alabama in the SEC title game <laughs> and God. Alabama wins – you're getting two SEC title teams in the in the champ. I'm telling you right it'll, now. It'll kick your Pac-12 uh-huh. team out. It'll kick your Pac-12 team out. Yeah. We can't change. Huh. No. Yeah. Would they Would they knock Michigan out? Because Michigan will be no. in the top uh, four. Unless Michigan loses. What That's not only Michigan thing I loses. can do. If Michigan's undefeated, they stay in. And right. Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah, Michigan or Ohio State. One of them's getting a loss. One of them's getting a loss. Yeah, Carlos, exactly. come on, man. Gee whiz. I mean, uh-huh. look, it all depends. Again. <laughs> Georgia could beat Alabama, but if Alabama beats them, <laughs> how are you not taking Georgia? Uh, right. Yeah. And for, everybody thinks, for everybody that thinks next year, we won't be having this discussion again. Oh, we're going to have wrong. the same discussion again. It's going to be more. It's going to be and more look, involved. I will say Red this. Wash, repeat. Look, I will say this. Who? I am a big fan of four. I don't like I don't like 12 because look at every game that matters nah. this year in the – in the regular season and what we're talking about and the implications we're I talking think about. Six or eight. I think six I think or eight, eight is good, man. Eight, eight is what it's I would take perfect. eight. I would have taken eight, take yeah. the top eight. That's fine because do I really want a two, three loss team in a playoff? Right. No. That's no. exactly what you get next year. That's no. what you're getting next year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Notre Dame mm-hmm. and USC still wouldn't be in. Yeah. 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 Jim, no, let's get won't. your Texas, uh, I don't know. Texas is let's going. get your Thursday night pick before we get you out of here. It's uh yep. the the one and seven Panthers. Man, it's gonna oh, be a riveting God. fucking Thursday what night. A fucking game. What a fucking uh, game. head to Chicago. What uh the Bears are God. minus three and a half. Shit begat shit, homie. Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, what? I'm gonna be live in a hotel Thursday. They're not gonna have the game on, so I won't be able to watch it. But uh, not that I'm gonna God. miss no, it. Lucky you. you. I'll record for you, Nick. Hey, thank God I'll be in Toronto. Thank God. <laughs> I don't have to watch that dog shit of a game. But you know what? It'll probably be the most exciting Thursday night game this year so yeah, far. Yeah, it would you go freaking nuts. Hey, Dick scored 50 on Thursday night. DJ Moore had Tennessee night the I'll, last time they played I'll, on I'll Thursday. Tell you, so. I'll tell you this. I've yet I've watched one Thursday night game like most people. Get I, don't, I don't care about Amazon Prime being on Amazon mm. Prime. If, if, I don't have, <laughs> if I don't have one remote to get to the game, I'm not watching it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unreal. Who, who, who you like, Jim? It's Bears three and a half. Favorite minus three and a half. Neither team. <laughs> Tie. Tie. We're in the business tie. of picking games, Jim. Tie. Three and a half tie. Well, Somehow the tie. And the Bears cover. Tie. What in the business tie. Of in the Panthers, uh, the Panthers win. Push. Well, no I, I will say this before, Jim. 
I will say this before Jim makes his pick. They're rushing Justin Fields probably back out there because they own Carolina's number one pick. They want to make sure Carolina loses on Thursday night. Yeah. The Bears are the, – this is a great game for the Bears. They're like, both teams, can we both lose? Because that way we both make sure we have fucking – They fucking team. suck too. Both teams suck. They're so bad. They're so fucking bad. So we got They're your really Panthers bad. plus three and a half is what you're saying, Jim. Uh, I guess. I don't care. <laughs> Panthers Mark plus three and a half. Jim's got I Carolina plus three and a half. I, I don't give a shit. Flip a coin. <laughs> I don't even give a fuck, bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care. Like I said, I'll be in Toronto. I don't, I'm not watching the You're, you're definitely so not watching that I'm one. definitely There's not watching stuff that on. one. Yeah, no. I'm not watching yeah. that one. Nope. What are we doing in Toronto, yeah, Jim? Yeah, what's up in Toronto, man? Yeah, oh, bro. It's, it's Hockey Hall of Fame weekend. It is the weekend. Right. I thought it was next weekend. It's this coming weekend. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Dude, that's gonna be a blast. So, are you gonna be able to get like all the media sessions in, like you did for the draft and everything? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's awesome. Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. Follow, follow him at <laughs> hey on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Jim Beringer. Whatever you want to call follow him it. now because you're gonna see all the highlights, all the the inside scoop of things that that he's gonna present later. So. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, guys. It's a Hockey Hall of Fame weekend. Always a fun. Like I said last week, the only thing I wish is that they didn't have games on induction day. But, right. hey, it's all right. It happens. Uh should be good. couple of Leaf games Friday, Saturday night. Saturday night in Toronto. Always a good thing. Both of them. Yeah, nice. both Leaf games uh, Friday, Saturday night. Meet up with some people. Should be good. Say uh, how to edge for us. Well, I he may not be there. I'm not sure. Um, you know, he's got that AW thing that's going on, so I'm not sure if he'll actually be there. Uh, but you got the Legends Classic, the Hall of Fame on Sunday. That should be fun seeing all those guys play, participate. It's always a fun time. So, but yeah, it should be a good weekend. Can't wait. Excited. Uh, but I will try my best after the induction to come on and just recap something for you guys. Uh, next Wear Monday tux. night. Wear the tux. You just let me know. You just let me know. Yeah, take care. Hey, I'm excited to see some things, though, man. I'm really yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, man. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a fun time. So I can't wait. Yep, can't wait. Boots on the ground, folks, at the uh, at the uh, National Hockey um, Hall. Not National Hockey League. No, not National Hockey League. Hockey Hall of Fame. Right, Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, it's like basketball. Basketball Hall of Fame. Hockey. It's just a Hockey Hall of Fame. Right. All right. Jim, Jim, be sure to tell on, everybody that's on everybody's lips the superstar that's got everybody saying L A night. Yeah. Scott, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. We'll catch you. We'll catch you next time, man. Appreciate Scott, you. Jim. Be safe, bro. Thanks, bros. Take it easy. All right. Oh, I love Jim. Oh, love ladies him. and gentlemen. Hey, it's Nick Unfreezes or Disconnects or whatever the hell he's doing here. Guys, <laughs> it's hey. His, it's his album what? cover. <laughs> it's it's his album cover. <laughs> Screenshot. Froze yeah. clip. Done. Mama here we go. No fool. Part two. Oh, well, Nick, uh, <laughs> Nick reset this connection, guys. Let's, let's get it ready here. I mean, we got tons of talk here. Lots of stuff happened in the baseball world today. Sure, obviously. But the most important play. thing is hearing Scott say, hey, but in his Bostonian accent. Oh, Justin's my buddy. 
Say the name. You say the name right now. I've been waiting weeks for it. You say Herbert. Your boss. Oh, there no, he is. No, Nick, I, are you want Herbert? Herbert. I want Herbert. Yeah. You say yeah, Herbert. My Wi-Fi was out for a second. Look at him. He's back, guys. He's back. All right, Nick, I'll yeah. let you do the intro because I know you've been waiting for it. So, Scott, I will, Alan. Yeah. What are you doing, Scott? Scott, what are you doing, man? Damn. So, uh, Damn, as Scott. the top of the hour was brought to uh, – we talked about my Cubs uh, making the big move. Scott was shitting on it all day. But you know it's what? Big old poop. I'm not letting Scott rain on my fucking parade, by God. Uh, no diarrhea rain on you. It, to help me celebrate, Christmas came early. Cray Council to the Cubs. Give it up for Jonathan Grisham to help me break it down, baby. Oh, Jonathan! And before, and before you guys go, the first hour of the Let's Talk Sports show was brought to you by Nick's Internet. So. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Guardian uh, signed somebody, too, but that's okay. We can talk about the other stuff. That's fine. We'll talk about all three. Uh, a big day for managers, yeah. Um, Sam, you're right. Uh, Voight uh, to the Guardians. <laughs> The Mets get their manager, but most importantly, Craig Council to the Cubs. Jonathan, uh, which manager do you like moving first? And then um, tell Scott to suck it about them not uh, giving, um, uh, you know, David Ross the proper goodbye, will you? Man, how crazy is that? How, again, it was the most, I guess the best kept secret in, in Major League Baseball was the Cubs, you know, going about the process of getting Craig Council. Yeah, I, and I'm not. I, I hate that. I mean, again, David Ross, you know, a good guy in baseball. He was part of the team that won the World Series for the Cubs. To correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, and that's how you treat him. I, I, oh, I, that's, hey, that's, hey. We we did him right. We gave him a damn. Hold on, hold on. We gave him a damn position. Yeah, he's never even managed a baseball game. I think we did him just fine. Okay, we gave him a team. We let him manage a team. He's never even been a manager, a coach of any sort, and we let him manage a professional baseball team for four years. I think we did okay for him. Yeah, but you don't do. Listen, fire him. Then, Then fire him last week. Then fire him last week. Jonathan, I just like I said at the top of the yeah, show, I tell you, like I said, Scott, you, you go in, you're going in. What You got a truck, right, Jonathan? You, you Ford Ranger or something? What do you got? F-150. What year? 2013. Uh, okay, 20, 2013, right? So, Jonathan, yep. you're driving around. You're like, ooh, that's a nice fancy fucking Ford 3, Ford 350, 2023. And you say, you're just like, you know what? I don't really want to buy it. But I just want to take a look at it. Let me go. Let me just talk to <laughs> Hey, that's a nice it's truck. You know what, sir? Give it, get rid of that truck. We'll give you this truck. <laughs> Brand fucking new. It's better. It's better, baby. Are It'll, it's really fucking better. All you got to do is pay a little bit of money. Not the same. Your, hey, your, this is your this has been going on all day, Johnson. All day this has been going on. Are you yeah, really comparing buying a vehicle you're, you're, to firing a manager and hiring you, one of the same the same day, the same hour? That's you, exactly what I said today. Hey, that's what happens. That's life, baby. Hey, no, when, does does that that, when does that happen? When was the last time you've seen that? Jonathan, oh, it happens not. all the time. When a team signs a player, when a team signs a guy, especially not so much in baseball because there's not a whole lot of salary cap, but in football, <laughs> basketball, when they sign a guy and you're like, shit, we're over the fucking cap because we just gave this guy a shit ton of fucking money. Well, hey, got him bottom guy in the 53-man roster. Oh, sorry. See ya. 
Look, Nick, 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 that's life, right. baby. That's life. We made it. This is better than my life. Christmas came early. The Cubs got the best manager in the fucking game, and we're going to open up the books in salary. I. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't be, so, jo- okay. don't be joining Scott shit in the night parade here. No, hold on, hold on. Okay, so Nick. Okay, so Nick. So Christmas came early. So explain to me, and explain to me what has Craig Council done to earn the highest paid, to be the highest paid manager in baseball? Numbers wise, numbers wise, he's the best manager in all of baseball from everything I've read. He took the mm. shitty ass Brewers six times to the fucking playoffs, or five times in the last six years. I'll take that. I don't know. There's a guy in Texas that would like to disagree how, with you. How many right. How many NLCSs has he appeared in in Milwaukee? How many times do the Brewers not pay, open up the pocketbooks for people? Hold on, hold on. What the Cubs will do for him. So what has he done, though? What has he done to make the postseason? Okay, he's won division titles. He beat us nine games. There were nine games above us. What, 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 has, he what has he done in his career? What has he done in his career? He's won to division be, titles in a town that's never won anything. What has Milwaukee what? done before Craig Council? I'm, I'm nah, I don't I rest my case, Your Honor. Well, I, I don't see what case. he has done to be the highest paid sure. manager. I don't. I don't see what he's done to be the highest paid manager in baseball. All right, so he's Nick, a well, good manager. Say, he sometimes good you got manager. when you, when, Jonathan, when you really want something, you got to spend a little extra money. It's like that hot hooker where you're like, you know what? I really want that blow job, and she does that little thing. Um, I'm gonna spend that extra money that uh, that the other hooker that I that's not going to, you know, because this other hooker that I got to spend a little extra money does this extra special thing for me with her tongue. So, Nick, so Nick, sometimes you gotta saying, spend a little extra money, baby. It's what okay. You're saying right now Excellent metaphor, is, Nick. I approve. So what you're saying right now, Nick, is you're happy with division titles, and not World Series. That's basically I'm saying, what you're saying. What I'm what I'm saying is with great counsel and with with his managing style and the way we can spend money, unlike Milwaukee, we have a better chance with him as a manager for the Cubs to win a World Series, and he's got a ma- better chance to win uh, a World Series with the Cubs than he did the Brewers because we're going to pay people. Did, didn't you? That's what I'm saying. Did you not have a conversation with us in, in the beginning of this year in, in spring training talking about the, you know the ownership doesn't really spend all that much money? We're spending money now, though. I did. I did. Oh, say that. now we're going to spend money. Oh, oh, now wow. we're going to spend money. I, we didn't I, spend money. So, I, I, so if you lose, so you lose Cody Bellinger. You're more likely you're going to lose Cody Bellinger. You're going to hey, lose Marcus Stroman. So hey, hey, hey. Yeah, have it. You said it. So what are you going to spend money on? You're not getting everybody. I'm sorry. Juan Soto's not. We're not getting everybody. We're not, you, can, you can live in the pipe dream all you want. I equivalent this to 2015. This is what I said earlier at the beginning of the top of the show too, Jonathan. So 2014, we had this guy named Rick Renteria. We found a core, right? I believe the Cubs feel like they found a core. They got Ian Happ. They got uh, a couple of good young pitchers. They have uh, your guy, Dansby, the uh, second baseman who, uh, Nico Horner. Like they found, they found the core. Okay. Hey, we got a core. All right. Now, just like in 2015, what did we do in 2015? We went and got John Lester. We went and got Jason Hayward. We went and got uh, – next year we got John Lackey. We went out and got a bunch of – we went and opened the books once we found a core. The Cubs are looking say, hey, we got a good young core. Now we're going to go add to our good young core. Now we're going to go get a fucking manager that can that can manage us and take us to the next fucking step. 
That's what we did today, and that's what we're going to do this offseason. That's my belief. I could be wrong. Been there. But the manager himself has never been there. He's never led a team to the NLCS. He's never led a team to the World Series. Contrary to what you think as far as Milwaukee. Contrary to what your belief is as far as who Milwaukee is. The manager himself has not led a team in that direction. It's not Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy had a Joe Madden never won a World Series until he came to Chicago either, and look what happened. But I'm saying Bruce Bochy has a history of doing what he did in Texas. You have Brian Snitker, who has won a World Series in Atlanta. You have Dave Roberts, who has won a World Series in L.A. You have managers who have done it before that you can sit there and say they didn't. They could, you can there you can go, make Scott. the argument to I'm make them check. the highest paid manager in baseball because they have the big prize. They have won a ring. Craig Council has not done that. I don't care if Joe he's Madden had it either in 2016 when he came. What happened? Mm-hmm. We won the World Series. It's similar don't you situation. Take that shit, John. I'm, I'm going to stir this pot. That's what I'm telling you. It's the same situation. Great manager, shitty organization. Won't spend money. Organizations that are willing to spend money. Bring in so, the good manager. We're going to work right, together. Man. We're going to win together, baby. Uh, right, let me Don't be shitting something. on my parade. We're shit, you're shitting on my parade, Jonathan. You and Scott both. Well, let's, let's, They'll be ready on my parade. Before we go, go on here. The high council, they sign one pitcher. They don't sign a stud offensive player. How are you going to feel on April? Well, we – we, we offered Cody that, Bellinger a qualifying offer. So I'm throwing out that example. There. You had Cody Bellinger last year. That that doesn't improve your team. You had him. What it, would you I, say if the Cubs don't didn't improve our team? He helped us make the damn almost make the playoffs. You, you got to retain him. Yeah, you got to retain him. If you don't retain, you retain Bellinger, improved the Cubs. Bellinger did improve the Cubs. He did. Now, now, if you let's just say if you do retain him, let's just say let, let's let's say that you do retain him. You're still a wild card team. How do you improve to be the next at that next level? How do you improve to compete with the Braves, with the Dodgers, with the Phillies in the National League, and potentially the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks aren't going to go anywhere either. So how what what do you do to improve your team if you keep Bellinger and you're a wild card team? Because guess what, you don't have pitching. You lost Stroman. Stroman's not coming back. We know that. So you're going to need to go get pitching to be able to compete with the rest of the National League elites. How do you improve the team from there? Oh, well, that's easy. Cancel goes get some of his guys. That's going to be gone already this year. Great. Thank you. That's I mean, what it is. I mean, okay. so you go get Corbin Burns? Okay. You go get Burns. He replaces, he replaces Stroman, but that's Stroman was a good pitcher. Burns yeah. at his peak. Burns at his peak was better than Stroman, but not by much. Okay. Burns, still is, still a, Burns is still an effective pitcher. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So is Stroman. So you're still you're still there as a wild card team. Did you make the? Did you get yourself better than the Brewers? Sure. I, I, we don't oh, yeah. know. What, we don't know what the Cardinals are going to do. We don't know what they're going to be like. Again, there's too much talent on that team still yeah. right now that they that we can't think that they're not going to bounce back. They're just going to figure it out and, and bounce back. So that's a question mark in, in that NL Central. Is is St. Louis going to be? Was this just a one year anomaly for St. Louis? And they're going to figure it out and be the team that we think. So that's a question mark right there. Cincinnati showed they can be competitive too. So how they're going to continue their development, and they're going to get, and they have some money now freed up to spend as well, and they saved that money by not doing much of the trade deadline that they're going to spend in the offseason here. So they're going to be a better team also. 
So, yeah, you made yourself better than the Brewers if you go get Corbin Burns and you got Craig Council, but the rest of the division is still going to be there in conversation. You're still So are you still a wild card team or are you going to be the top dog in the division? That I don't know right now. You're going to we'll, need to we'll be, able to. we'll be able to answer that question after the hot stove. You know what I mean? Like that's – that's you know, Fair. I mean, that's what I, that's what I think. And I, I just, I just, Hey, today is a new relief. I loved, look, David Ross did. Okay. He wasn't a great manager <laughs> by no means. Well, he wasn't. I mean, fired I mean, him a week play. ago. That's the only issue I have about that is you fired him I, a week ago. Again. Yeah. I don't think, they, I don't, I don't think that they thought they were going to get Craig council. What happened was Craig was talking to all these other teams they couldn't. They didn't reach out to him. November first hit. His contract ends. He's on a free agent. Hey, Craig, how much money will it take you for to come to the fucking Cubs? I don't know. How about fucking eight million a year? Okay, sounds good to us. All right, sign on the dotted line. Just like you bought that truck. Today. And, and here's my point though. But here's my point though. Fifty. I was talking about. Simple. But, but here's my here's my point to that. If that's the case, then you already made your mind up as a franchise that David Ross is not the guy. That, I that think they would have brought him back. It, it was a similar situation, just like just like Why? in 2014. They didn't mind you, Rick Ritteria, but when you can upgrade, you upgrade, and they got an upgrade. But David but then, Ross wasn't. Was you have it in mind. You again. You have it in mind. Yeah. Look, Council right now is the top dog of uh, uh, of manager man or free agent managers. I agree with that. And if you can go get the top dog, go get them. But you made the decision. You have it in your mind. If you're going to sit there and say, because they've had conversations, these teams have had conversations. I bet you the Cubs that when the season ended, they sat down with their exit meetings with the front office staff and said. What do we think about David Ross? I guarantee you the conversation at the time is, I don't think he's the guy. They should have made that decision at that point then. Don't That's hold what I've been saying all day. I'm That's what I've been saying all day. Here's the They may have, Jonathan, but when people even when people posted that on that question on Twitter, I would say, who are you going to get that's better? And that's so, what I would so have said. That a lot mean. of people. A lot of and people were better than David Ross. A lot yeah, of people were better than David Ross. Better. By the way, I'm pretty sure this conversation started halfway through the season. But if you fired him uh, weeks ago, if you fired him a week, if you would have fired him at the end of the season, like everybody else did, if you would have fired him when the season ended last week. All right, how does that affect you negatively to go get Craig Council? Then it doesn't. You still make the same offer. You still make the offer that's better than the Mets and the Guardians. You still able to I, I go do that. Saying. The difference was is they held David Ross hostage, basically to say we're gonna keep, we're gonna, you're gonna sit here and time out, David, when we figure out what we want to do with you. Because if we go get counsel, we then you're fired. But if we don't, guess what? We you may still have a job, but we're, but you'll probably be fired by uh, by mid season in June because we didn't really want you anymore. Jonathan, Jonathan, you know what this you know what this screams to me Stir when the I hear these Tanner. this Stir the shit out of it desperation. <laughs> Desperation. They don't know what direction they want to go, but up. We they don't do know go. how to go up. They don't know how to go up. We're going to see a repeat of the Padres and them having to take out a freaking loan to go play their freaking salary players because they because they can't afford it because they're going to go out and spend a bunch of money. And nah, then the how, how many players, honestly, how many players the out there right now in free agency will help the Cubs get better? They're not getting one Soto. I don't. We don't. We don't know that. Well, it depends what market value we're looking at. You know, baseball is uh-huh. 
such a harder sport to Remember, figure Soto's out. Not a free agent. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, Soto's not even a free agent. Not you free have agent. to trade him. He's, he's in his last year of arbitration. He's in his last yeah. year of arbitration. So you got to trade him, and then you're going to okay. sign him to an extension okay. at that point. So that that's yeah. a that's a different conversation to have in regards of Juan Soto. Right. Again, pitching, you're going to have to replace Bellinger in the outfield. That's number one. Well, so there's not a lot in the outfield. I mean, if yeah, they if they don't bring him back, I mean, they could bring him back. You could, you, you absolutely could. You know, is that likely? I, I, I don't think I it's it, likely. I, 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 get, I don't know. It's, I give it 50 50. Honestly, I think he loved it in Chicago. Yeah. He had his best year in a long time, right? Like if, he had a rejuvenation in Chicago. Where was he I, at? For, for my opinion, I hope, and I know there's a conversation about Bellinger going to New York and to the Yankees. I hope he doesn't because I think we will see a repeat of how he ended his career in LA. <laughs> I think that's going to be what it is. I think being away from the limelight in a big market and the, in the and everything is so good for him that being in Chicago was such a breath of fresh air. And he even stated that so many times. So I agree. I think the best case scenario would be to stay in Chicago or go to a smaller market team where the eyes are not always on you. I think so. I agree with you on that. And I think, but which I, he's not I, going to do. No, because that doesn't build your brand personally. Yeah, I get it. You win a World Series in Chicago, though. Ask all them boys how. Ask them boys about their brand in Chicago. That's that's the thing. They had a good brand. Uh, all those people that won the in 2016. They're and they they thought their market was too hot, and then they. I mean, now the Cubs yeah. actually looks fucking smart because they got rid of everybody, and none of them ever panned out. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I agree with you. You win in Chicago. If you win a World Series with the Cubs, I mean, well, because again, that World Series obviously was the, it was the historical aspect of what that his, that World Series meant too. But if you win a, if you win a World Series in Chicago, yeah, absolutely, your your brand just goes up. It's the same thing in New York. You win a World Series in New York, guess what? Your brand goes up. You win a World Series in Boston, guess what? Your brand goes up. Win one in L.A., your brand goes up. So yeah, Chicago is part of the conversation. Absolutely. They're just on the lower half of that the conversation. Of day, I do think at the end of the day, Bellinger in Chicago would be so much better for him. Or again, a smaller market team just don't mm -hmm. like. And I know he's going to go more likely. He will go to the he probably. You know, there's so much conversation because of the family ties to the Yankees, whatnot for Bellinger. But uh -huh. I, I, I hope for his sake, because goodness gracious, can you imagine? You know, if he fails in Chicago, in New York, what that fan base is going to do to him. It's going to be absolutely ten times worse than what he dealt with in L.A., and we saw how he crumbled in the L.A. market with the fans turning on him as he did. So I, I, I hope he doesn't, but I, I have a feeling he's going to end up in New York. You know what? Uh, I, I, I would have, let's talk about Sam's Gardens because I feel like I feel yeah, like I got a good turn. I, I feel like I got a good Christmas. Present. I agree with you, Carlos. Can we are, are jealous? Are you and Scott can, are can jealous, I got a PlayStation 5, and your parents okay. only bought you the new fucking – you guys got a fucking old-ass Nintendo, yeah. and you're trying to tell me how shitty my PlayStation 5 is right Shut now, okay? Up. I'm not here for it. So let's talk about <laughs> the main part. Right beginning of the season. Of that, man? Right yeah. beginning of the season. Jonathan, I'm really excited, so I guess I'm ready for you to hurt my feelings again. No, hey, Jonathan, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I love I'm not crapping on the council hire for the Cubs. I just hated how they handled David Ross. In the process. So to the Guardians, Stephen Vaughn was talked about when he his last year uh, when he played, and uh, you know he was talking about there were, there were so much conversations mm -hmm. about him being he should be a manager almost right away. He was such a smart guy, smart, mm -hmm. smart baseball mind. 
that he, they were a lot of the talk was he could step into a clubhouse immediately and be a manager. I think there's going to be some growing pains. Obviously, the, it, for first for someone who's never coached or managed in the big leagues or even at all at the professional level, there's going to be some growing pains in there. If he can put a staff around him that's going to help him walk his way through, there's a lot of talent in Cleveland still. They just they they underwhelmed and underperformed this year. And again, there's probably other variables that took place because of Tito's health that just absolutely you know distracted the team. It was so hard to deal with at the time. So I, I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But there's a lot of talent still in Cleveland that if he if if Volk can put him put a staff together that helps him through the growing pains and be able to make the decisions that, and be able to to go through the, the process, this could be a really good hire. And again, we, David Ross was not a bad hire for Chicago. Much in the same light is what Stephen Volk is. It was a, a guy who stepped in his first managerial job was like from a catcher position, and he took a team and he was and they made it. They made them very competitive too. Did they did they have the success they were hoping for? No, they didn't. I could see that being the case for Cleveland that you have someone who's smart, knows the game, knows the ins and outs of the job, and, and is going to grow and learn on the on, on the job with it. And if he surrounds himself with people to help him, you could see that this would be a really good hire for Cleveland. And I think that, again. Smart man, smart baseball uh, mind, and that's what you need in this game. Especially again, as as I kind of pinpointed, the job is transitioning almost back to baseball minds. We're seeing yes. that a little bit more now, where guys like the the analytical department is getting smaller, and the mm. baseball people are getting a little bit more control again. And I think this is a step in that direction where you see someone like Stephen Boat, who understands numbers because he played the game in the recent years. But at the same time, as a baseball mind, so I like the hire by Cleveland. Will it make them immediately immediate uh, division contenders, division winners? You know, over the Twins to be determined right now. But I think this is a good step in that direction to re to rediscover who they are and put themselves in that position to compete with Minnesota in twenty twenty four. All right, That's that was weird. uplifting. I love it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. There really is a lot of hope. Clip it. Right now. Yeah, there is. So. Jonathan, you surprised the Mets didn't make a big uh, splash. They went and got the the Yankees bench coach, and it's not a big name. No, that's exactly what I was expecting. Because, again, what big name manager, when you had your owner come out in the middle of the season and say, we're rebuilding for 2025 and 2026, what big big name manager is going to say, yeah, I'll take that job. I'll lose for the next two years, and then by year three, we'll start winning. Nobody's going to do that. So you're going to you're going to bring somebody in who's essentially going to be there for two years, which is what Mendoza is going to do. If they lose, he's going to be there for two years. When they figure out how to turn it around and rebuild, they'll fire him and bring. Then they'll bring the big name manager in. That's essentially what it's going to be. He's going to be the the he's going to be the scapegoat of the losing. Just you know, be a body here. And if if you do a good job, great. We'll give you a little bit of a raise. But your job here is essentially endure the rebuild, lose for two seasons by 2026. We turn we turn the keys over to somebody else, and then we start turning and winning from there. Which is a it, it, again, it's it's kind of it, it's crappy, uh, you know. It, that, but that's going to be the case again. When you're it's also experience out. for the guy, right? It's not just crappy yeah. situation. It's also great experience for Mendoza. I believe Mendoza, right? Uh, yes. to yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to the yeah. best to be a manager in a major league. So like, there's something with it at least instead of just hiring a big guy and letting them lose, you know. But if you're if you're the let's just say we have the uh, the Mets, they you know these next two years. Let's just say they win seventy five games these next two years, eighty games. 
and he he's fired in two years. What and again? That's experience, but you know, you're looked at as yeah. far. You look. You're, you're going to be asked in interviews. Go. Well, what could you have done better? Well, you're not going to sit there and say, "Well, I was told we were supposed we were supposed to lose, and my job was just to be here to endure it." You're not going to tell people that. No, that's what he's going to get asked. He's going to get yeah. asked. Is, what could you have done better? We give a better report than that. We know that, right? Like, it's not going to just be, this is what the owner said, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I, I think the problem with Mendoza in New York is putting a coaching staff together who's going to buy yeah, into this. That's where that's where you're going to have the issue. Yeah. You're taking I, a job where probably you're going to get fired in two years. You know what yeah. I mean? If, if, uh, absolutely. Which I said, I, I expect Pete Alonso to get traded this offseason. I think that's more likely going to happen. They, they've, they've kind of avoided that in this regular season uh, at the deadline. They, they didn't. They, they said we're not, but there was never a definitive like plan for Pete. So I kind of expect him. He's going to get traded. So you're just going to have a team of you know, around Francisco Lindor with nobody to drive in runs for you. So what what are you basing off of how you're going to be competitive for these next years with no pitchers? You have nobody in the pitching rotation right, right now. Right. Still. With no plan, and even yeah. with with little with little uh, uh, depth in your farm right now, either that's ready to go in twenty twenty four. You know, so yeah. where what is your plan? And, and again, if you're rebuilding, that means Steve Cohen is not spending money like he did this in twenty for the twenty twenty three season. He's not going to spend the same amount of money because that's yeah. that, that's foolish at this point. So he's going to end up with build a competitive team with a competitive with with a and, that, and that's the key for this competitive team. Not a winning yeah. team. How do you build a competitive team and, and, and convince people to say, hey, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to make what this the best catch. situation for us? Yeah, his his yeah. standing staff is going to be four, four casts off from other organizations that they signed to cheap deals. Mm-hmm. That's what they pitch the steps. And Kota Senga, obviously. But those those other four guys are going to be the, the bottom of the barrel cast offs from Washington, Kansas City, Minnesota, wherever it may be, but that's where it's going to happen. I heard Zach Greinke's looking to come back. Major market though, doesn't he have those those issues with? Doesn't yeah, he? Have he ain't coming back. I'm he's just kidding. He's not coming back. But nobody yeah, at the Mets, nobody's going to be at the Mets game, Scott. So he won't have anxiety. You know what I mean? It'll be like going back to playing with the Royals again. <laughs> who's going to be? Who's going to be heavily attended? The the Mets or the Rays? Who's going to get more attendance? Oh, yeah, that's you know, great. Gary Johnson going to watch Mets. the Mets, you know? Yeah, it's still be the Mets. It's still be the Mets. <laughs> you'll, you'll have, you'll have a, a probably a fourth or fifth place. Again, depends on I mean, how bad what the Nationals do, but you have a fourth or fifth place team still outdraw a team that's, com- that's going to be, you know, a top two team in their division. Uh, in the race, so I mean, just, God, it's so yeah. it's so bad. That's, that's so such bad. embarrassing, dude. Uh, I, I, and I, again, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna find out basically again this year. I, I said this with Scott and Allen at times. So I was like, you know, is LSU baseball gonna outdraw the Tampa Bay race again this year? <laughs> it's <unreal. laughs> LSU women's wow. basketball. Yeah, I, mean, we had, I remember real quick. Just off, we had for. Oh, oh, sorry, Tom. With John, that was my internet. I thought that Nick's was my internet. Got him. Uh, an, an, another album cover. Yeah, yeah. I like it. 
Jonathan Grishman, relax. He's totally singing Arkansas, Missouri uh, internet. Yeah. He's, still, he's singing totally. He's totally singing Paula Abdul right there. Shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. Oh, he's 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 saying he's singing. Oh, no, 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 no. Tell me it's Macarena, right? Just when we thought we escaped that song, it's back, baby. It's back. Oh crap! We'll have to get him here once he gets no, back on. I really want to Photoshop. He has this picture, or I think the college has a picture of him, and whatnot. It's got like the faded thing. He's got this serious stare, and I really want it to be like a fragrance commercial. Be like Jonathan Grisham. <laughs> dugout you know just something like that uh, oh he's back hey bud <laughs> hey sorry about that guys it, the internet oh, the internet here is so it's so spotty at times so sorry about that uh you don't gotta apologize jonathan we're used to spotty internet <laughs> but no, what I was yeah. what I was saying what I, what I was saying though we had for the LSU Super Regional game there was fifteen thousand people that was at that and they couldn't put you know twenty thousand people for the Rays playoff game so we almost had it we almost out and a team almost outdrew a professional baseball team in a playoff game out there. So again, it's just I, I can't I can't speak enough about how pissed off the Tampa Bay Rays make me feel about things with how they handle their their attendance and whatnot. Unreal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's Unreal. it's a shame, honestly, man. They, they put out a good product every year, year in year out. Yeah, John. They should have uh, moved. When, when do you think we'll see some of these like big free agents? Is it going to be a slow burn? Because some off seasons we see a slow burn where it's not, you know, it's almost February before we see some of these big free agents move. And then sometimes it's right around Christmas. When do you think we'll see, you know, news on Otane, you know, some of these bigger free agent guys? Well, the the winter meetings are usually when things right. kind of start going. And I, I don't know the dates of the winter meetings this year, uh, but it's, it's going to be based off of Otani. When you know when Otani, he's going. It was kind of like last year where Aaron Judge, you know, where he he made his where it was the the courting of Aaron Judge. Uh, you know, he put a pause on everything going on in free agency until he made a decision where he was going to go. And then once he decided, it kind of opened the floodgates a little bit, and then became trickling down uh, for the rest of the free agent class. I think it's going to be the same thing as once Shohei Otani figures out and, and says, "I'm going to go play here." And puts pen on paper, then you'll see guys like you know Blake Snell. You'll see guys that are just going to start you know trickling to the next that that next uh, group of uh, free agents, and then you'll go from there. So, I I think the winter meetings again. I, I don't off the top of my head. I don't know when the date is. I have to go look and see. But that will be. I think that's when you'll see Otani signed is around the uh, winter meetings, just because that's usually when everything kind of starts going. And then after that, you'll start picking up you know, some here and there. Some of the top guys will go, and then the rest of the Frasian class will follow suit by the by January, by end of December and January from there. So the GM meetings are coming up uh, early in yeah. a week or two, and then the winter meetings at December 4th through the 7th. So, so that's about three weeks from now. Three weeks from now. It has the GM month. meetings November 7th, so it makes it seem like it starts tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Free agency tomorrow, meetings. Yeah. I think the free agency We're begins today. Yeah, free agency begins today, I thought, right? Today? Five days yeah, after yeah. the World Series. Yeah, five that's days why, after that's why everything's happening today. Okay. Yes. 
Well, you have a lot of you have a lot of teams that have already begun qualifying offers. You've had uh, options been picked up and uh, and and, uh, and all that. So all that started today. GM meetings start tomorrow. The winter meetings right. in December. That's when I believe you'll see uh, you'll see movement with Otani over these next few weeks, kind of making his uh, his rounds of, of meetings with teams. And then by the winter meetings, uh, by by the winter meetings, a decision should be made of where Otani is going to be. And then everything trickles down from there. Is, what, what is, it, is he going to the Dodgers? He's going to the Dodgers, Amy. I, I don't think he's going to the Dodgers. I I, I don't. I, mean, I, I, I know there's been a lot of – I mean, for some I think reason – stay, I think he stays West Coast, though. I keep, but again, and this is something that I know Alan's going to be like waiting, waiting for the. You know, for some reason, the Rangers keep on being mentioned, and I don't mm. understand. I, I don't really. I, I don't, wow! Don't give a vote. Don't, don't do that. Wow. I don't think the Mariners. That's where I think he's going to go. I think. I think the relationship with Ichiro is going to spur him to go to. To spur him to go to to, to Seattle, but I keep seeing and hearing. Texas being a, a top di- destination for him. And uh, I got the Giants in my world. I've been hearing as well. Uh, possibly in a destination too. Well, I mean, Texas, yeah, I, I no, think, state, I, no state income tax, and, and you're joining, a, you're joining a, right. a, obviously a winner, and that's what he claims he wants is to win. So it makes sense. Alan, yeah, I, Alan's on the phone now. He wants to start the baseball show in 10 minutes. After that, <laughs> uh, just letting you know. I mean, I, I, I said I think the tie of the tie with Ichiro, the respect he has for Ichiro, it's a he's his hero. I, I that's where I kind of think Seattle. I could see San Francisco just because they they tried to get a uh, Judge last year, they did not get him, so they have they have money. We know San Francisco has money to throw at at Shohei to be able to make that move. But again, like for some reason, for some reason, I don't understand it either. I don't understand that Texas is becoming that destination for him. And, be able to, and maybe it's the U Darvish that Darvish was there for a little bit. So there's a, there's a Japanese tie into that, possibly. But I mean, if that was the case, then we could hear San Diego. But I mean, because Darvish is there, which I don't think that's going to ever happen. But I would say it was Seattle, San Francisco, and Texas are the three top destinations. I don't think the Dodgers are anywhere near the conversation unless they absolutely overpay and they go to like 500, unless they do the $500,000 or $500 million contract to him. I think that could be the only way the Dodgers get even a, get the, the opportunity. But you know, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, and Texas—those are—I think those are the top three destinations. Do do we see a, a sneaky team come out of the woodwork like a Chicago, a New York, a Boston, a Philadelphia, somebody like that, or do, is it strictly West Coast? I think it's only West Coast. I I, West Coast. I, I think it's West Coast just because again, it's an easier travel to Japan. Uh, you, you do have a lot of teams that have the Japanese, uh, the Japanese tie-in, uh, you know, with with history with history of players that played, you know, with that had Japanese players there. Uh, there's not, I mean, again, the Yankees and uh, and Red Sox have Japanese history. Braves had a, a one player sign. I don't think the Braves are going to be. Uh, I don't think the Braves will make a move for for Shohei as much as that would be awesome. But I don't. I'm going to be realistic and say that's not a, cha- a chance. I know the Cubs have had uh, have players who have Japanese tie-ins as well. But I just yeah, think that the the the, the, uh, the, the, the Suzuki's the reached out to yeah, him so, a couple of times. Yeah, so, so, yeah, Suzuki is uh, for yeah. so. But I think I think the t- 
high end of being on the West Coast, which is an easier travel to Japan. You'd be able to, you know, you'd be able to make, you know, when the offseason happens, you, you go to Japan, go back home from there. Uh, I, I think that's a much more appealing destination for him instead of trying to go across country to the East Coast. I, I don't see that being a, uh, a, a case unless, again, somebody just absolutely throws so much more money than everybody else and overpays him to, to do so. I, I just think it's going to be a West Coast uh, destination for him from the beginning. I'm with it. I agree. I fully agree. I agree. I do too. Uh, Jonathan, before we get you out of here, uh, give us your Thursday night game. Uh, and what you got, what you, what you and the boys at uh, Rich Mountain got going on? Well, tonight we actually it was our max out day, so we had the boys uh, put some uh, put some heavy weight on the bar, and we want to do some squats and max out low to see our uh, see their strength. And uh, boys put up a lot of good numbers tonight, so very proud. And I, I didn't get a chance to fully see how much they worked throughout this offseason, so for the last few weeks. But from what from what I saw tonight, these boys put uh, they put the work in, and, and it showed tonight on the uh, on the weightlifting side. So it's still offseason portion right now. We had practice, we did some uh, some positional work, working with first base today, working with outfield. As we get some hitting in. It's going to be like this for the rest of the, you know, for the next few weeks uh, in, uh, towards the end of the semester. And then we we pause for the winter break, and then we get our we set ourselves up ready to go for the spring. So a lot of work. Just and that's the that's the point about what we're trying to teach these boys is the work now is what's going to be the is going to be the it's going to be, is what's going to drive us to reach our goals in the spring, and that's competing for a conference championship and a potential national championship. So. These boys have they show up ready to go, and every day, far from what I've seen, it's every day. So I, I love it. I'm, I'm I'm proud of these boys for what they're doing so far. Love hearing that, dude. Love hearing about yeah, love that. it. It's awesome. It. Who, who do you like on uh, Thursday night? Bears are minus three and a half yeah. favorites. As uh, what was the shit team that's coming to town? Panthers. Do you Panthers, want poop pie right. or poop cake, Jonathan? Yes. Well, I'm lost over the fact that I'm New Orleans Saints are the first place team in the NFC South. We're going to lost over that part. Nick, Our Nick it's not working. I mean, Jonathan. He's, it's, yeah, he's breaking up real bad. Uh-oh. He's frozen. No. And, uh, no, reset. Oh, oh, new song. I wish I was taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girlfriend. I would call. Good. A little so rough. bit. Now, still. Yeah. There you go. Now. Nah. Bad internet. Hey, we've all had to battle that. Time I wish too. I was like six feet tall. <laughs> uh oh. Hey, well, he's gone. I was going to say, he's, not, he's, choosing, he's yeah. not choosing the Panthers, guys. He's going to choose the Lions. Yeah, I think yeah. he was choosing. I think in the in the chat earlier, he chose the Bears. But uh, let's get there to there our final. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, we're good now. All right. Sorry about that again. It's okay. Well, I said, I want to, I want, before I made, before the man, we're not going to gloss over my New Orleans Saints being a first place team in our division, are we? We're not gonna. We're not gonna uh, just. Uh, all all that stuff about being a bad. My team's in first place. Nick, I never make fun of anybody's place. internet. I know my internet shit. Not your internet, <laughs> dummy. The Saints what? being first place. Yeah, dumb it. 
Oh, hey, I, I mean, it's the lowly ass NFC South. The whole division sucks. I, I mean, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, here is, we go. Your t- is, is the Packers in first place? I haven't been paying hey, attention. Didn't my team beat your team? Didn't my team beat your team? Huh? <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Didn't you? Didn't my team beat your team head to head? Who won the bet? Oh, all right, then I rest my case, your honor. Court's adjourned. Like yeah. that, we're not gonna we're not gonna gloss over the fact that the Saints are in first place in the end of the season. I'm not glossing over it. I said they're in first place. I'm not I... glossing over. Hey, good form. Good form. <laughs> hey, no, I'm trying to get yeah. your pick for Thursday night's win. Who you got? Panthers or uh, Bears? The, I put in the I put in the chat. It was, a, it was gonna be a tie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 10, 10, 10, 10. Oh man, I, God. What a terrible game. What is the spread? Is it is hey, it the you, Bears hey, minus you three? You know what a terrible game looks like because LSU played a terrible game on Saturday as Alabama oh, took that ass. Oh, we were oh. going to bring that up. Man. <laughs> first off, first off, it was a terrible second half. It was a 21-21 oh, yeah, right. ball game at first, halftime. We'll get the chips back. Hold all on. Right. It was a 21-21 at halftime. All right. And for some reason, Matt House, our defensive coordinator, forgot that, hey, you're allowed to spy the quarterback and put somebody to prevent him from running 15, 20, 25, and 30 yards downfield. So, and then, mm-hmm. and then Brian Kelly coming out today goes, no, if there was one adjustment we could have made in that game is we could have put a spy on, our, on the quarterback. No shit. Really? You could have? <laughs> You, you could have spied him. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. The entire state of Louisiana was saying that. We're not even defensive coordinators. We're not even coaches in football, but we all knew you could have spied the damn quarterback. <laughs> you kidding me? So, Unreal. It was a bad second half It was a bad, uh, in that game. But, uh, and, and again, we had the – guys, there's one team I, like, I I just cannot stand losing to. It's Alabama. It's the, that stupid elephant that makes no sense with their their mascot being a tide and whatnot. It, it, it's just so it's so idiotic. It's an elephant, ain't it? Right? It's an elephant. It is an elephant, but it's a, it's the crimson tide, and they're, they're, it's an elephant. Uh, you know, mascot. Again, there's just there's no there's no there's no sense that made about how they did that. It, it, it's Alabama education. They picked random things and well, said, "Let's happen when you fuck your cousin." Yeah. Hey guys, hey guys, did you see? Did you see the prime time slate for this week in the NFL? Ah, no, it can't be any worse than last week's. Sunday night, Raiders Jets. Oh, Sunday man. night, Monday night, Broncos oh, Bills. Oh God, it is awful, awful can this get, week. Can they flex out of the third Sunday night game, or they didn't? They, they, they might flex. They, have to they can still yeah. flex. They got to do it by Wednesday. Yeah, they yeah. need to because Jets Raiders so, on Sunday night is they should they should. So it's all right. So it's Bears Panthers. Bears are favored. Yeah, yeah minus, three and, and minus three and a half. And they're at, and it's in Chicago. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. And Fields is playing, I believe. He might. They, they yeah, haven't, they haven't yeah. said yet. I, I don't know if that matters. It's, it's, very, it's very interesting. He comes back for the game that they need. They should beat the Panthers I mean, for their draft pick. Uh, I feel. I, I hell. I mean, what's the name? Tyler Badgett? He didn't play bad against the Saints. Right. He didn't play bad at all. No, 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 no he was, I know he was, there was a lot of five, five turnovers were made in the game by the Bears, but I mean, he didn't play bad. They're pretty competitive. So, is that a really a good thing? They're going to put Fields back there. 
Right. You know, give me the yeah. Panthers. I'll take the Panthers. I uh, I'll take the Panthers to win the game. Mm. Wow. wow. Hey, John, yeah, we always appreciate you joining us, even though you're trying to shit on my parade today. Uh, you and Scott joining the old, you joining the old man Grumpy's club. Big old poopies. Uh, hey, just know if we get Otani, uh, soda, it's gonna get no, real loud. Uh, you you're gonna be the Padres 2.0 and finish third hey, place hey, in your division. Uh, so, so Soto, so, 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 Soto, Otani. I guess you're gonna try to go get Blake Snell too. You'll we'll go get everybody. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you guys go gotta decide when you're done. I gotta get the chips back out. We're gonna do you know, trade, trade, trade for Garrett Cole in the process too. Why don't you go get Garrett? Hey, we Cole might, the we might, baby. I mean. It's fan- fantasy baseball. Just hey, let's go. Let's go. You know, you know, do the creative. I, I, made, the phone call to, I made the phone call to Rick. It's to say, get your goddamn baby. Pocket. Here we go, come, Stratomatic uh, baby. Here we come. Hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate means, go get, you joining us, Jonathan. We'll see you next Monday, brother. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate Be it. Safe, man. See you, dude. Yep. All right, let's get to our no, Thursday night picks before we uh, before we get we'll out of here and our final goodbye. Johnny, we'll start with you. I, I, I'm gonna ride with the Bears. They're at home. Um, the Bears. You know, I, I mean, they, they they both suck. Um, but I, I'll take the home, I'll take the home team. Um, and and like uh, like Jonathan was saying, um, I don't know what the hell his name is, but the kid didn't play that badly. Uh, for Chicago, yeah, I'll take I'll take Chicago minus the three and a half. Scott, I'm going Central Michigan tomorrow night over Western Michigan. That's my pick. <laughs> That's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Oh, tomorrow's Tuesday. I have to pick a Thursday. I'll go with the Bears on the on the uh, premise what about the that? draft pick. Draft pick compensation. I, I think you the Bears. The Bears? Will win. Yeah, Justin Fields back. I think he doesn't win the game. That Bears. Sam. Oh, boy. I just watched the Colts defense just roll Carolina last Sunday. And I I, I think they're they're just zombies walking around out there now at this point. So I'm going to I'm going to go the Bears who are who are also zombies, just less dead. What, what do you got? Come on, Tanner. Look at you. Oh, my turn. I didn't hear yeah. your name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought you. I thought you were flirting with me again. Sorry. I, I was staring in your eyes. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry. You, uh, you probably didn't notice because Nick didn't say anything to you about. about I did. I didn't. Hear I did. Sam. Sam oh. talked over me. Oh, no, thanks, Sam. Thanks for talking over. Me. Uh, look. I, I, next time. Pretty pretty easy pick here for me. I'm not trusting anything in Chicago, so give me the Panthers. Uh, so, Ooh. Six, six. I feel like that's a shot. Um, <laughs> you know, you ever remember that scene Nick in, in Ball when he was like, "Hey, this is shit," and then under six layers underneath that is more shit, and then six layers underneath that is us. That's that Thursday night game of Panthers Bears. <laughs> uh, that, that's what we're getting on Thursday night. With that being said, I'm, the Bears. The last time they played on Thursday, that was the best game they looked all year. So my math just says let's pick Bears uh, minus three and a half. Don't feel great about it, but the science is solid. Tanner, Tanner, Tanner. We're gonna go to you for our final goodbye first. Oh, I get the first dose. Yeah, Clarissa, explain it all. Tanner. First off, Rotchaw Jayhawk beating the team by I think fifty whoop. tonight. That was awesome. Whoop. Good opening night. So let's go. I mean, they play 
in the school of fucking blind. What are we doing here? Come on. I'm telling you, Raja Jayhawk. Uh, it's a basketball school and a football school now. Tanner, uh, anyway. Tanner, I cashed that Baseball bet too. Done, guys, proud of my kids. Uh, we took it to the one seed yesterday, uh, all the way to the town limit, made them use a couple pitchers they didn't want to use. You know, it, it was a good finish. Good finish nice, there. Nice. Uh, but now we're on to uh, officially, I can sit here and focus on this network and get this thing rolling. Uh, if you haven't checked out yet, we got our official first, uh, first exclusive show of Let's Talk Bets. We've been doing it for about four or five days now. Uh, coming into play, we are 13 and 10. Uh, right now, uh, currently from today's slate, we are three and one. Uh, with still this game to go. So, uh, as long as this thing stays under 40 in a half, I do, and Brees Hall stays under 60 and a half because I can't fix my bet after the show, uh, we should be in safe bet. So, looking good, looking good still, even despite the score. So, we're doing good things here. Uh, we're gonna have some things up coming up here for this month here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this weekend to have a uh, a, a meeting deal with everybody, and that way we can uh, discuss, see the vision, see you know, get the feedback, see getting ideas, and get people's heads sticking just like mine. So, good things are happening. Get ready, stay tuned. More to come. Oh, by the way, shout out to my guy, Ash. I know he's kind of been feeling down lately. Uh, hey, keep up. Things are coming for you. Just keep fighting, dude. And, uh, you know, hope to hope to talk with you soon. So. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Sam. Oh, guys, you know, we're here at the start of a Monday. And it's important uh, or the end of a Monday, I should say. It's important to uh, start strong, I think. I know everybody hates Monday going into work and everything else or whatnot. But honestly, if you like try to change your mindset a little bit, it's really not so bad. You still got to do it. So be pleasant to the people around you. They might need it. True that. Amen. Johnny. Yeah, an- another f- another fun show. This was quite an interesting one. It started out with uh, with you guys bickering about you know Dude, it about was the awesome. managed position, and then we had a a couple of hooker comments and some other <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, it, it, was, it was quite a show. Uh, definitely a lot of fun. It was it's always fun talking to Jim and Jonathan. So now it was a great show. Uh, looking forward to Thursday. I'm um, looking forward to the, the Scott Cove show on Thursday. It's been it's been on hiatus for for a couple of weeks. I'm so looking forward to that with with the the DFS stuff. So, yeah, no, looking forward to to all the stuff that's going to be coming to, to LTS and uh, excited and happy to be a part of it, man. Hall of Famer. I get the tennis spot tonight. Jeez, this is this is different. <laughs> um, Herbert. Herbert. I want to I want to piggyback off of one thing that that um. Me, me, said, me, me. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> um, shout out to Ash Cal. Um, again, I know oh, things have, have not been going great for him lately. Um, you know, I talked to Lisa today. He she responded to me as to what was going on. So Ash, things will things will get better. Don't worry about it. You got people looking out for you. Your mom and dad are looking out for you. We're all looking out for you. So so that's that's a, a really good thing in your favor. Number two, I'm grateful to be back. It's nice to be back. I was back yeah, yesterday for the hour long Sunday pregame. Yeah, it's um, it's it's great to be back. I'm grateful to be back, and I'm grateful to be sitting here. So, um, yeah, shout out to everybody that reached out. To- yeah, shout out to everybody that reached out to me, including these guys. So, yeah. 
grateful for all uh, all four of you guys. I always love doing the shows, even though I like uh, pressing your guys' buttons and you guys press my buttons. That's what we do. That's what makes the show fun and entertaining. Button pressers. Um, yeah. Habitual oh, line a, steppers. I am a habitual <laughs> line stepper and for button pusher. I uh it's my you know so uh sports and prostitution uh, here on the LTS show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm an expert in both, Sam. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Where's your wife? Oh my uh, hey. <laughs> The Missouri Police Department are online. Question: You are. With that being said, with that being said, I'll be back uh, Wednesday night. Me and Wit revive uh, Head Kicks and Haymakers. It's uh, the only right. UFC show you'll be able to catch right here on the Let's Talk Sports Show, uh, Let's Talk Sports Network. Uh, it is uh, MMA. We'll be breaking down all the fights that are going to happen this Saturday. Big UFC pay per view. Uh, so we'll talk all about that Wednesday night, seven o'clock Central. 8 Eastern, please tune in for that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of past events and then the big pay-per-view uh, this Saturday night. Uh, so please tune in if you want to get some uh, MMA knowledge. We'll be making some picks and dropping some uh, knowledge for you as well. Excited to get with my boy Wit uh, and uh, kick off that show. Uh, so excited for that. Both these teams, I, don't, I know the Chargers are putting it on the Jets, but if you watch this game, the Chargers don't look like they don't look real great either. Don't let people rain on your fucking parade, folks. You know what I mean? If you think it's fucking Christmas in November because your team got a good manager, don't let nobody fucking tell you otherwise, baby. Wear it loud and proud and let it Hit that outro. Hit that outro. We'll be back Thursday night as well, 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern. We'll make all our picks for the next week. See you then. Hit that outro, baby. Extra time in your life better pop off. What do you like? Make a train job. No 9 5, no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. The other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands same from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me